Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fast on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel 99 Buddies. It's the Ron and Fez show on a Friday, a Friday before vacation. Uh, Chris Stanley, have you put together anything for the best ofs next week? We're pulling pull segments. Pulling segments. That's your idea of putting things together. Pulling segments. Um, well, we will help you on the air today. We'll help you pull segments. Uh, We'll get into uh, what segments we want pulled. Um, but this is also some good news coming up in just a moment if you're in the Los Angeles, California section. Los Angeles, California, home of the doors. Uh, we'll give out a some tickets for, is it the night show? It is Saturday night show for Chelsea Handler's You Gonna Be Kidding Me Tour. That's in the, happening in the Forum in Los Angeles tomorrow. I was going to tease that a little bit before I let everybody know what it is, but there it is. The cat, like, let's suppose that this show was a bag. We just let the cat out of it. So that's coming up in a moment. And then also uh, because I, I've just got the basketball excitement and I hate to say it, but... Shelby has been pushing his Portland Trail Blazers, and I've been ignoring him, but they're a ball to watch. Shelby, what are they up? Two two games to one now? Two games to nil. Two to nil. Move into a position where we can see you, Shelby, as if you were part of the program. Yes, there you are. That way you're not what? A douchebag. Yeah, there you go. Douchebag. Um, So we'll start that out by... uh, uh, first caller that we go to is going to win a signed basketball by Shaquille O'Neal. And you may ask yourself, why? Love. Love. Do people realize that we're the radio show that loves you? That actually should have been a what's in, in the box, but you know what? Day before vacation, we're all just a little too excited. Uh, I'm going to a dude ranch. Really? Um, I've also brought in one of my best friends of all time, Catholic Joe, who is basically the spiritual guide to the Ron and Fez show. How are you, Joe? I'm doing well. 
Um, I'm doing well. And doing comedy, right? Doing comedy right now, also. I have a show tonight at 7 at Gotham. Wow, playing I the big know. room, huh? No, I'm playing the small room. It's like the big room, but smaller. Okay. How many is the small room seat? Uh, a good 70, All 80. Right. Sweet. Yeah. And, you know, for me... Seven o'clock is primetime comedy. Yeah, really. That's what I'm, you know, I'm a late night guy. I know. I, I really seven. I really like when the sun's still out and I'm doing comedy. You know, it works best. Comedy works best when the sun's out. I know it's seven o'clock. I'm getting my buzz on, so that works. You're always getting your buzz on. You came in with your buzz today. <laughs> Sometimes Pepper will just text me. He'll be like, "Hey, you want to get your buzz on, dog?" <laughs> Does he say stuff like that? Yeah. He says he parties with you sometimes, does he? Yeah, every now and again. And, we'll go like get drinks mm-hmm. somewhere. And you don't worry about the other pepper coming out? <laughs> <laughs> it can turn. Pepper. It can turn. Oh, wait, you mean the pepper that pays for the drinks? I love that. That pepper, I'd like to fucking meet. <laughs> I never saw his wallet. I've never seen his fucking wallet even once. $5 beers can't hurt. I'll get you back someday. No, you won't. Um, That's true. You never know if this kid fucking hits. So, Joe, let's just start to show off. Give me a number between... We have nine phone lines here. Okay. Give me a number between one and nine. I'm going to go with seven. Seven. Lucky seven. Lisa Lisa in the Colt Gym, how are you? I'm great. How are you? You are lucky number seven, and you win the Sign Shack Basketball. Yay! Thank you! And what's the phrase that pays? Uh oh. Wait, what's the what's the phrase that pays that we give out? You have to say when you win here. All right, all right, all right. No, it's Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez give out signed basketballs. Give out signed basketballs to the seventh caller. To the seventh caller. Every single chance they get. Every single chance. They get. Without a doubt, the most loving show in the history of radio. Without a doubt, the most loving show in the history of radio. Okay, Lisa, put it all together for us. Oh, Jesus. Ron and Fez show giving out basketballs because they are the greatest show in mankind. Start over, Lisa. I, I don't know. I, I think she was kind of close. She, she was like, okay. Chris, you, <laughs> know, you weren't crazy about it? I don't know. It wasn't exact. Right, try it one more time, Lisa, so we can use this next week during the best of... As a little promo. Uh, Ron and Fed show. The greatest show because they just give out random basketballs in the history of Sirius XM. You know what? The thing is, it's different, but I think I like yeah. this one better. I like the term <laughs> random basketballs. I like to be attached to that. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold, honey. Thank you, sweetie. All right, you're a big, big winner. Uh, by the way, if you were following the Ron and Fez Twitter, you would have got an extra jump on that, Ron and Fez SXM. Hmm. Yeah. And I'd like to say for that, tweeting our way into your hearts. <laughs> because I was talking to the bosses about this. Social media is very important. They like social media. Yeah. yeah. And I go, why are you calling me and telling me that? Pinterest me. <laughs> Pin me that message. I said this to Chris. I might have something that may Pinterest you. <laughs> My Pinterest has peaked. Yeah. Was it a pin? I wish. Yeah. You, uh, do you know what you're opening with tonight, Joe? Yes. Well, I don't know what spot I am in the lineup, but I know what joke I'm going to start with. All right, let's hear it. All right, goes, all right. Zeus and Jesus are hanging out at a bar. 
and a Mexican guy walks in and he goes, Hey Zeus, who's he talking to? That's so fucking great. Why aren't you in the big room? It's Jesus. Now, you came here from Minnesota. Yep. Uh, missed out on the show Fargo, which you should be I, part of. You I should need to be watch murdered. it. You should have been murdered on that show already. Oh, that would be great. But you were an intern for us, and you've parlayed that into being a mainstay on the Catholic Channel. Yep. I know the other day you had the Archbishop Dolan in. Yeah, he was, was here on Tuesday. Title? Archbishop? Arch. Archbishop of New York, Cardinal Timothy Dolan. Wow, that's a yeah. nice title. I know. Wow. That's a nice title. And you title. refer to him as your eminence, which is like, I Eminence front. <laughs> eminence front. It's Dolan, Dolan. Well, let him know that I met the people who banged in his church and see if that doesn't uh, bring back a memory. <laughs> Next time By I the see way, him. that guy went looking me up in D.C. after I was working in D.C. He had gotten out of jail and something, and then later, not much long after, they passed away. Holy shit. Yeah. But I believe suspicious um, causes. Ah, what are you going to do? It's a funny history, isn't it? It's, life. it's a life history, you know? Such is life. So you call them your M&M's. Your M&M's or your eminescence. Um, so here's a big question we have. And by the way, if you were in the Los Angeles, California area, and you would like to take your wife out for a lovely date, give us a call, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We have uh, tickets to... I'm going to guess the biggest touring comedy show in America right now. I don't think anyone else is playing the forum. Yeah, without a doubt. That's happening tomorrow night. That was it? That was your plan? <laughs> That's happening tomorrow. The Chelsea Handler, you've got to be kidding me, tour at the forum in Los Angeles. Oh, tomorrow night, April 26th. We have a, one pair of tickets. Um, now... Let me just also say this to everyone. People go to me, how do you give like this? How do you give? Yeah. And I simply say this. I can't stop. I would like I don't know how not to give, how not to spread the love around. I'm fucking consider myself like a living Woodstock, wherever I go, well, spreading the love. Like the bird or the festival? I want to say the festival. I never even saw the bird. Now, where's the bird from? The bird's from uh, Snoopy. i got to look that up. Snoopy. I'm going to write but this I'm, down now. I'm pretty sure he's from the town of Woodstock, though. The bird. i got a little thing for you. Woodstock was not held in Woodstock. Yeah. It's far from Woodstock. It's on Farmer John's Farm well, or something not, like that. Yazzer. Yeah, he wore a straw hat. Yeah. That's how I know. He passed away, God bless his soul. Mm -hmm. um, so, anyway, that's the things that we're doing. i got to get somebody on the phones today, Chris. I don't know what happens over there. Um, maybe Howard can move over for a second and put some of those names up. Because it seems like you're in a, just a crazy world, huh? Yeah, that room's a little fucked up today. Um, but you know what? Today, last day of school day... We're going to take it easy. We're going to chill. That's why we brought Joe in, because we've never gotten any work done when we had Joe here. Oh, God, no. So True. that sets the table. <laughs> that Sleeping sets into the it. table. Um, but, Chow, how you doing, buddy? All right, Lana. How are you, man? What can I do for you? 
I was trying to see if I can get those uh, tickets. To see who? Chelsea Handler. And what's the phrase that pays? Uh, oh, man. Uh, Ron says, giving away free tickets to some of the greatest events in town. That's fantastic. Perfect. But you, you guessed the exact <laughs> phrase that pays. We're going to send you into the big-ass prize closet and see Ms. Chelsea Handler. This is a big, big show. It's been touring America, and it's getting rave reviews. People are raving about this show. They're enjoying it so much. But you've won a pair of tickets to Chelsea Handler on her Uganda Be Kidding Me Tour live at the Forum in Los Angeles, California on Saturday, April 26th. Approximate retail value is $200. Trans- whoa, whoa. Yeah. Get out of town. Transportation yeah. not included. Sorry, Butch. I hope you own a car. Yeah, you got... Well, you know, there's... Everybody in, everybody in LA's got to have a car. Got to have a car. You got to have a car. You pay more for your car than your house because you spend more time in your car than you do your house. Why don't you just fucking have a 24-hour subway there? Why don't you just build one? They have a subway. It just doesn't go anywhere important. <laughs> well, I mean, it's scary to build uh, subways, Chris, when you're on a fault. Forgot about that part. Yeah, you forgot. I'd be That's a terrible you're not a fucking city planner. I'd be a terrible city planner. You would be more of a shitty planner. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a half a million people trapped in the subway during this. Who fucking planned this? It's Chris Stanley. What drunk stoner planned this? It worked out on SimCity. Well, bef- before the earthquake, everyone was getting around pretty well, weren't they? <laughs> oh, everyone was getting to fucking work on time. No one was bitching about the traffic anymore. No one wants to see you break in. By the way, it doesn't uh, help. Uh, people are already complaining uh, about your best dubs. Your best dubs are considered laza faire. Liz sets fire, says, Can you get some old material? Give us some ideas, Liz. We're here to serve you. Now, the thing is, should we just go raw dog on? That's the big question. You got to stay raw dog, right? I like the idea of going straight raw dog. Oh, yeah. I like pushing some of the funny comedians who've been on here comedian for us. Uh, hey, Frogman. Frogman, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie. How you doing, bub? Good. Uh, I was curious. You, have you kept up with that uh, live from Daryl Hall's house show? I Put certainly on? do. You do? Did you see the uh, episode with Joe Walsh? I have and enjoyed it very much. Yeah, I was watching it last night. I was going to tell you. Uh, check out... Um Check it. And then you just stopped. Okay. Will do. Uh, Daryl's live from Daryl's house is the, in my opinion, the greatest musical variety show in history. He does it all out of his house. He brings in a great artist. They play some of his songs, some of their songs, some covers, and you feel like you're a musician in the room. It's just fucking fantastic. And I understand. You know, I got Shelby here today. Shelby, why don't you let Howard? Why don't you train Howard to run the board so you can come in here and, and learn from Joe? Howard, just give me a big thumbs up. He wants to move. He wants it. Let, give him a chance. This, he's an up-and-comer. That's the guy that's going to replace you. Drop your fucking headphones, Shelby. Now, Chris, you're old school. Yeah. Right? You're rock. Yeah, fuck yeah. These guys are all about the electronic dance music today. Now, Anthony Bourdain, I don't know whether you're familiar with him. The chef? Yes. Okay, Mm. so you are familiar. He's a chef. Uh, On his latest show, he attacks electronic dance music because 
all the old variety shows and comedy shows and music shows are leaving Vegas and being um, taken over by a guy with a laptop who hits play and then, you know, pumps his fist while everybody dances around to it. This has become a generational thing. This is the first time, Chris, I believe in your life, you're in the old generation. Yeah, I um, I don't listen to EDM music. I mean, mm. I, I can name, like, Skrillex, but I've... I, I, you came up with a good point. Does anyone listen in their car or at home, or is the only time you listen to this music when you're high on the molly yeah. with another 8,000 people? See, I feel sort of a kinship to these guys, because I've heard the same shit talked about fish fans and fish music, where it just... Big difference. Where they just fucking go for the drugs or whatever. Big difference. Fish are fucking musicians mm-hmm. who have a set list, and you can see them play. This is a guy with a laptop hitting it, and the strobe lights go off. I, I see that as a major difference. As a matter of fact, I see fish yeah. as being traditionalist. Um, I'll agree. Most people I know who listen to it don't really follow music in general. Like Which they, is the night of, they go there. Yeah, they go they, there. They do a great drug and they have fun. Yeah. What are the ages of the people at this? I, from the from we have we have EDM parties up here sometimes, yeah. and it looks like sixteen year old kids. Yeah, I've come across some in Central Park, and I pump my fist for a while, and then I go on my way. <laughs> I mean, it's a free well, situation. That's, that's how they know everyone's having fun. You know, I'll stand up, I'll pump like, yeah, yeah, we're doing it, we're doing it. But I don't like people yelling at me. Let me hear some noise. I can only take that a couple of times. And then I start yelling back, I'll make the noise when I feel it's appropriate, not when you call for it. Because it seems like they have dancers with them, but not even like professional, like Michael Jackson dancers, more like you went to a football game and those girls are just fucking dancing for no apparent reason. (laughs) They're hanger-ons who just come up on stage, you know? So Anthony Bourdain, let's say this, is he being an old fogey or is he correct? He attacked it for its douchiness. He believes the entire scene to be douchey. I'll agree with that completely. You're going to say it's douchey. If I'm on the Long Island Railroad on a Friday night, there's Uh certain kind of people on that railroad drinking, you know, Coors Light, Miller Light, and they're all headed to EDM parties in dude Brooklyn bros. or man, yeah, one of Call those. What they are, dude, DBs, DBs. They are fucking dudes and they are bros. They're dude bros. Dude bros. They're not the type of guys you like to party with. No, no, and they it's more superficial. But if there's younger kids listening to EDM now, I can totally see that being integrated into music. The kids who listen to EDM but also listen to classic rock, jazz, and all that jazz. Mm. He takes the sort of... You were pissed at him for a second there, weren't you? (laughs) But let me just tell you something. This is casual day. He's been pissed at me since the fucking morning when I went in there to fucking tell him fucking how to take care of the fucking phones. You didn't do a good job on the phones? I didn't know the... I just saw a bunch of people calling and I was trying to answer You still have Chelsea Handler calls up there and we gave out the tickets. And I told Norris to drop those and I do not know what You're anti-Dominican is what you're doing. No. You're anti uh, pine tar. By the way, if anyone <laughs> wants the first caller who shows us the faux pas that Chris Stanley made on his pine tar article up on the iBang, I'm also going to send it to the big uh, ass prize closet. Don't look, Chris. I don't want you to look. I want you to be shocked and embarrassed okay. can I, when the call comes in. Can I take a guess? Yeah. All right. Instead of writing 
Pineda, he wrote Pina Colada <laughs> because that's, he's probably drunk off that's of Pina actually kind of close. Oh. By the way, was that the greatest thing in sports that he just had that slothered on his neck <laughs> like a stupid fucking Yankee? <laughs> How is that happen? You're on national television against the Red Sox, yeah. the most watched games of the fucking year. Can I tell you how it happened, Chris? How? how? Because the Yankees are like rich kids and believe they should get away with everything. And they're not. Yeah. They're pieces of fucking shit that are wearing pinstripes. You should hate them. They're hateable. You thought that rule only applied to, like, the Padres. No, everybody. It should. <laughs> he didn't even, like... When Take he game suspension. Ridiculous. When he apologized, he wasn't even like, I'm sorry. He's like, oh, I didn't realize how much I put on. That's my bad, because I put... <laughs> Put on too much. I didn't much. know how much I was cheating. Yeah, he did it during his last start too, so it's not like they weren't looking for it. Yes, against the same team as well, right? Did it happen twice against the same team? I think it was, it was against the. Yeah, I think it was against the Sox again, and it was on his palm the last the, yeah. the first time. Slathered on pine into my ass. Yeah, but here's the thing: I don't know another sport that kind of allows cheating or expects cheating. I guess all sports do to yeah. a, a place, but we're out of control in baseball where we're like, oh, yeah, make sure you cheat a little bit, son. It's baseball. There's no way you're going to get these guys out. It's like, yeah. just, just don't get caught, man. And it's, it's hard to get caught. You don't understand. You're not good enough to do this on your own. <laughs> get some outside help. Um, all right, Brian wants to come out because I thought the young people would be on the side of EDM. Uh, and they're not, but Brian in Atlanta wants to defend electronic dance music. <laughs> I wish I was young. I'm uh, 36 now, uh -huh. but uh, we had a big music scene down here in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm a big fish head like uh, Mr. Pepper Hicks there. Um, but I wanted to recommend uh, Pretty Lights. Um, they have a track called Finally Moving, and uh, it's kind of an old school feel to it. So uh, you listen, like you record. listen at home to this. Oh yeah, because my well, my, my new car. theory was this is not the type of thing that you would put on in the car or at your house. Oh, you, it's you just want to eat Molly and, and be tribal with other people. All right, we're gonna listen yeah. to some pretty lights. Because it's not redundant. Yeah. And then it's sampling that Edit James song, which I've heard being sampled yeah. like five million songs. Get a new song to sample. I'm going to go the other way. I kind of like it. I might be nuts here, but this is the best song I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. <laughs> ever? Yeah. Pretty like something in his water. <laughs> Oh yeah, I fucking I forgot. I've been drinking this uh, water that everybody takes time to stop by and drop things off into. <laughs> no, stop drinking it. It's fun. Tastes different. It's fun. No, I don't know where I end and you guys begin. It's so great to be here. That sounds awesome. Maybe this should go into our best up. Maybe our best up should just be playing today's show five days in a row, over and over. Perfect. Um. Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Don Ryan, this is Chris from Connecticut. Hey. Hey, I'm 38 years old. I'm from the old school rave scene. Right. Before the current EDM scene, which used to be underground and used to have really talented DJs. 
compared to what is out now. Well, now they're very talented laptops. Exactly. None of them can actually spin vinyl. All right, so you you will just see how people start to age themselves as they talked about this. Uh, Dale in Nebraska has a question for Catholic Joe. Oh, go ahead, Dale. Yeah, hi guys. Hey, Joe, did you ever call the radio program on NPR Car Talk in the early two thousands <laughs> yes. about a thermostat? Yeah, he I did thermostat. do that. Yeah, were you listening to that particular episode? Well, on, uh, on XM one twenty one, they rerun you know a few hours every day of the old car, classic car talk shows, and I happened to hear that about a week and a half ago. Yeah, no, I was talking to the two hosts, uh, Bruce and Jenner, and they were talking cars, and yeah. I asked about my thermos. You were the first person ever to make that connection. Thanks, Dale. That's really great. It's huge. Yeah, he was a caller back in the early days of car talk. I was eleven at the time. Yeah, I sounded like this though. Yeah, and you were like. Uh, my dad will let me drive. I need something that keeps hot things hot and cold things cold. Mm. I was listening to old episodes of Car Talk. Uh, I do. Heard I'll this just, one already. I'll just sit around and just listen to him. And hear you know? oh, talk love, about cars. I love this episode of Car Talk from 95. That is something, isn't it? It's great. It sounds like there's uh, fake scratches in there. As if they actually this was done on vinyl. I can see, like, I mean, there are still nuances. Like, if you're a DJ and you're seeing the DJs now, there's still, like, some nuances and technique to it. That's done in as a far fucking as, like, studio, and then it's just as an MP3, and then they've hit play on it. Uh, Jody, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, a million bucks. I, but I had a suggestion for you. Best of show. Uh, it's one day y'all were playing, and Pepper was talking about, I don't know if it was when he was a kid or if it was recently, playing with his army men and the one that caught on fire and said uh, tell my wife I love her. Yeah, do your impression of you playing with army men when you were a kid. (laughs) Oh my god, no! Oh, Nazis are coming! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my legs! (laughs) Kill me! Kill me! Just kill me! (laughs) He does something that only children do and they do this everywhere. They call soldiers army men. And that's always happened that way. Those little green guys are army men. I like that he knew that the enemy was the Nazis at like yeah. age eight, like instead of well, just the pe- bad guys. People do like to play Nazis more than any other war, I believe. They're the No one ever is like, Oh, me and my friends were pretending we were in Korea. It just doesn't happen that way. No, that's the big one. That's the fucking headliner of wars is World yeah. War Two Nazis. Even the Japanese are forgotten about in World War Two. It's just to an yeah. No one's ever fighting the Japanese in the Philippines. That doesn't happen. Or the Italians? Fuck that. (laughs) Mussolini. I don't know if anyone ever even faced the Italians. Mussolini. Come on, guys. We're going to go in the woods, fight the commie Japs. Doesn't happen. Get a quick stopover for some pasta. That was about it. I would say this uh, out of all the... Have you ever even seen kids playing Vietnam? No. Mm -mm. No They want to fight World War II. I've seen Vietnam kids play. That's weird, because some of them they get left behind are black, oh, and they don't fit in either world. My mom explained that to me. That's sad. Like my mom always said, they, I, I wish somebody would have aborted them. <coughs> you don't want to be a blue-eyed Viet Cong under any circumstances. Um, hey, Finley, what's up? Hey, what's going on? I found the mistake. What's that? It, well, it says Yank the the uh, uh, headline there says Yankees pitcher gets ten game suspension for Tyne Par. What a fucking idiot! Ah, uh, you stupid! All right, all right. 
You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. I don't. You suck. I don't. You suck. We're going to the big ass prize closet, my friend. That was fun. Oh, yeah, it was fun to see all stuff at Chris. Help! My fucking legs are blown off! Pew, 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 pew. I'm never going to see my children again! Oh! Chris, keep it down in there. Your dad and I are trying to watch NYPD Blue. I hate you! Shut up, Mom. I'm 18. I can do whatever I want. See? Now you look like a fucking big baby idiot. I was never that old. Playing with Army Men. Never playing with Army Men. You skipped it? Mom, what's dinner? Fix that for that fucking moron. (laughs) It's a typo. Tyne par. (laughs) Finley found himself in the prize closet, though. Uh, Jason Jason in Alabama, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, guys. Listen, I was going to say one of the things for the Best Stop show is remember when Fez had to get the Hitler mustache? Let me just point this out. Fez wanted that Hitler mustache. <laughs> that was so funny, man. I just want to say, we all miss him a lot. I just want to put that out there. If he's listening, we miss you, buddy. Oh, he isn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't shown any interest at all. That's why we're taking next week off so we can heal some more. But he's taking a lot of oxys right now for his slip disc. I can't imagine him on a fucking oxy. That that shit. How about this? Can you imagine a person who goes into a place for a slip disc and then has a heart attack while they're in the hospital? No, it's the first. Or is fucking um, you said to him and. A fucking fart attack. Because <laughs> you fucked up a lot. <laughs> you suck. You suck. No. You suck. Farted sound You suck. No. You suck. Um, I know something um that I want us to use. There was a fucking day that was so funny to me. Fez was very much involved in the day, but jo- when Joe Coy. Was in and was obsessed with Fez's mustache. He couldn't stop talking about that mustache. He loved it. And like we were saying, like Fez and Fez is like Joe Coy. So funny. I go, Fez, that's how you used to act before you became cranky. You were like my own personal Joe Coy. Uh, Russell Peters was in that day, too. By the way, Russell Peters is very, very fucking funny. He plays a small part as a cop in John Favreau's Chef. And just one of those things where he comes on, nails it, and then you don't see him anymore. Nice. Those is always my favorite acting things. I always I found it weird that uh, Russell Peters played a stand up comic in that um, in that other movie with the by David Bowie's kid Duncan Jones, source, the second source code. Source code. You're bringing a lot of information to today's program. You take us back further and further. It's a labyrinth with you. It's wonderful. Uh, oh, good. North Korea captured another American. I wonder why you'd be wandering around North Korea if you were an American and you didn't play basketball in the 90s for the fucking Bulls. <laughs> or work for Vice. You're just looking for South and you just take a shot in the dark and end up in the wrong one. What's the story with your fucking Portland Trailblazers? Well, they. How far can they take this? Are they best in the West? They were for like half the season and everybody thought, hey, they're not going to make the playoffs, which was crazy. Well, they're finding their fucking stroke, dude. 
You know what's funny when you watch basketball now? How fast they'll move the fucking ball around. Like, guys will have it in their hand for about one-tenth of a second. You're like, I can't follow the fucking game! Exciting playoffs, though. Exciting playoffs. Uh, James, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. I got a suggestion for your best of. Yeah. How about when uh, Fez brought in his cat? That was the kookiest shit ever. The best. Yeah, that was great. Fez is still quite embarrassed about the fucking length that he fell into there. Yeah, that was a whole show of the cat. Of him just saying cookie, cookie, cookie. Kiss. 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 Over and over. Uh... Hey, Brian, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, I'm, a, I'm not trying to insult you, Pepper, but I'm just hoping you don't just repeat the last shows from the past two weeks, like always. It's not like always. Best stuff means the best, not the most recent. That's fucking true, Pep. And you know what anyone fucking says? I don't want to insult you. Well, I've been insulted, dick. But you you're suck. lazy. <laughs> you're so fucking lazy. I am on it. I don't want you to leave here. You know, being the last day before vacation, I don't want this to stick with you. Yeah. But you're a terrible employee and an awful producer. We're picking up on that. <laughs> this is all going to stick with me. One, oh, it is. Yeah, it I didn't is. mean to insult you. One time I saw one time I saw Pepper on the floor, and he was just his butt was butt button shirt was undone. He was just rubbing his belly button. I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm just chilling, bro." That dude, left. That's fucking embarrassing. Got a seltzer water. Bullshit. That's fucking embarrassing. Uh, Bill, Bill, you're on the Run of Fest show. How you doing, pal? I'm wonderful. How about yourself? I'm calling the gang. Calling the motherfucking gang. I know how you can get a nice best of for Thanksgiving. Fire hmm. Shelby, bring Joe on, and then every show will be a best of. There is some truth to that. I mean, there's an anti-Shelby thing that's built up. And I, right now, I mean, he's in Pepper's shadow. And I don't want to fucking blame Pepper, but you don't know how to treat your interns and train them properly. How come it had to come down to me to say, let's give Howard a fucking shot running the board? My trust issues, which need to be rectified. You don't trust yourself to train people. Time par. <laughs> it's a big shadow, too. <laughs> Listen, Minnesota, you shut your fucking mouth, all right? Come on, this is supposed to be a nice day. It's turning into fucking <laughs> shit down. It's casual Friday. I think, you know what, when I open the phones, and I'm the only one who came up with something I know has to be part of the best of, because uh, the Russell Peters Joe Coy day was really, really, really funny. And um, I would love to get... Um, I'd love to get Joe back on the show again, too, because he's so damn fucking funny. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, I got a good idea for the best of week, guys. Uh, just play the dinosaur song nonstop for all five days. Boy, everybody loved the dinosaur song. Song's ancient. Like the dinosaurs, everyone, yeah. I always thought that you were going to marry her, Shelby. I always thought that we'd have an in-house wedding. They got play it. Lone dinosaur, dinosaur, his tail was swift as lightning. Dinosaur, his heart was brave and pure. Dinosaur, whenever there was danger, he'd be there to fight the carnivore. The lone dinosaur. We gotta get her back. Was that a young Molly? Yeah. Intern Molly? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. 
That's cool. That was her the last day that she was here that she sang that to us. No, she brought us stuff from when she was a kid. Oh. Didn't well, your buddy dates her sister, right? Used to. They broke up. Oh. oh. Whoa. What yeah. happened? Uh, he hit her. He he. It's <laughs> long story short. Yeah. He started working overnights here. Yeah. His social life went down, and she she was like, "Unless we're gonna get married, we're not. We shouldn't stay together." She's a party girl. She's, She's a party girl. Yeah. She got thrown out. She likes, you know, <laughs> dreadlocks. You're not just a party girl. I'd be running Elvis Costello right now instead of looking down. Um. So how long ago did that happen? Uh, I don't know, probably like early December ish. I mean, he was more of a fruit of the looms guy, and she just loved Hanes also. Okay. So that could have contributed. That's to another it. one, right? He yeah, he wore cheap underwear. Plus, she always wanted to sing sing the harmonies, and he was like, "No, just take the main main." It's tough when you're with a party girl, you know. Now you you dated a party girl, but she settled down. Oh uh, yeah, in col in, in well in, co- yeah, in college, she was wild girl. Oh, she was fucking maniac. Yeah, yeah. she was fucking partner in crime, fucking weird shit. But uh, no, yeah, she, now she has like two kids and has some fucking dude and party like, PA. I don't know. It's, it's the fucking weirdest thing. Whenever I like hear anything about her, yeah, it's like yeah, she's just now a housewife. Women can do that, men can't. I can't. Women can just go. I'm pregnant and I'm changing everything. Fucking bizarre. R.I.P. Yeah. Rest in piss, party girl. Heartbreaking song. Elvis Costello is like Shelby. He's just fucking hard on women. sister she's sleeping off a drunk right now is she in class right now can we get a hold of her i want to get all the deeds of what's happening here you also had a crush on that sister right no you no. afraid you don't like girls well no i like girls but just not girls that my best friends dated and are oddly, is dating you yeah, know oddly that's the only ones i've ever really liked oh know? really yeah I think I they wrote a song. They might appeal when I go to a restaurant. Uh, yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you guys share? I mean, um, no. <laughs> you feel like you'd get too fucking into the cock and you forget know, about I it. I mean, I could, I could buy my own cigarettes, but I'd rather roll them. You know. All right. Hey, uh, why? There's no filter. Here's uh, Jerry oh. with a very funny spelling of Illinois. Go ahead, Jerry. <laughs> Jared. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, it's, uh, I hate to bust Chris's balls like everybody else today, but he got something wrong about Russell Peters in the movie Source Code. He wasn't a stand-up comedian. He was some asshole on the train that like, he made a bet, or the bet was made by that butt pirate Jake Gyllenhaal that he couldn't stand up on the train and make everybody laugh. 
but no. he wasn't a stand-up comedian in the movie, so there's really no irony. No, no, the character was a stand-up fucking comedian. We I think he was, the movie. too. Wait, 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 wait. Jake Gyllenhaal plays a butt pirate? Yes. Does that he mean has... only his butt's a pirate? No, what, that, you don't know what a butt pirate is? No, I've never heard it. That's somebody who, that's a, an a, a, a awful slang for a homosexual. Oh. It's a terrible slang term, and it hurts. It hurts people's feelings. I have a friend who's gay, and now he's eating a lot of oxys. <laughs> And keep, he says the only thing, I'm going to just give this away. Fez has to keep his head under his armpit like a fucking bird in the rain. Oh my he God. He says it's the only way he doesn't hurt. And I'm like, I think the reason why you're fucking hurting now is because that's how you do. You know how we're always making fun of his posture, like he has an old man posture? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, his spine finally curved that way. Ugh. I mean, is he still hurting eating all these oxys? He's got to be feeling Yeah, woke. but you know what? You also, you have a tough time with Fez because his threshold of pain is so much fucking lower than anyone else's. I mean, he hurts immediately. He, I saw him crying during a haircut once, screaming. Every hair is fucking... <laughs> <laughs> like it's on fire. Uh, all right, we do. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Molly. Hey. Hey, darling, how are you? I'm great. How are you guys? How's everything at school? You doing good? Everything is great. My grades are great. Yesterday was my birthday, actually, so... I had a oh, happy, birthday. Happy, birthday. happy birthday! Are you legal Thank yet? You. I, no, not yet. I got one more year. Wow, she's just a little thing, isn't she? Jesus. Yeah. Very young, very naive. Well, this is awkward because two of your ex boyfriends are here, Shelby and Joe. <laughs> hey, hey, Molly. So we got to. Hey, what's up? We got to talking about you, and then uh, Joe told us that your sister dumped his buddy for working too much. Um, yes, that is that is the truth. I mean, don't worry, I also mentioned that he's more of a Fruit of the Looms guy, and he, she's a Haynes girl. You, you notice that they can get a laugh then? Why are you retrying it? I'm going to try no, it at least three more times. <laughs> just know that it's not working. So, who's she with now? What's her story? Um, well, she's, she's you know, she's sort of single and ready to mingle, I'd say. Uh-huh. She is, she's been, like, I think she's, I don't know, I think she's kind of seeing somebody. I haven't really... She's been like really busy with work and stuff, so I haven't talked to her uh, much about it. But she's—I think she's in like kind of an open relationship type. Wow. Okay. Freakish. Freaky to anyone. Yeah. Freaky. Um, But she just thought that this guy ain't around enough. Yeah, I think that he—you know—he was—he was working the night shift. It was very hard on the relationship Mm -hmm. and. Uh, yeah, but what about Fruit of the Looms, Molly? Stop it with that. It's not going <laughs> to work. It's not, not going to work. Molly, and I, I can say this in front of all these other interns, best we've ever had. Thank best you. we've ever had. I'm we so call her the ace. I'm going to see you guys so soon. Uh, we can't wait to see it. Now, who would you say the worst intern we've ever had? Oh, that was Norris. Oh, yeah. Norris yeah, is that's the a given. I mean, wreck. it's... Yeah. It's hands, bananas, popcorn, Nuris. Wow. Whoa. Wow, that's awful. I can't even understand Nuris yeah. sometimes. And you didn't think Dana was an awful intern? Dana was pretty bad, yeah. but, but Nuris is worse. You know, <laughs> it's funny because Dana comes back from a mass sometimes and then just leaves a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Like people in the audience will say, I hated that girl. He was sitting there. She's sour faced. She has a bad <laughs> attitude and yeah. she's just fucking disgruntled all the time. Her, and she's dumb. Her face is puckered. <laughs> It's just a puckery face. I don't know what she gets joy out of in life besides being an RA. <laughs> she, 
She likes busting people. She, she likes is. EDM, too. Exactly. The one thing I will behind. say about Dana is that one time we went to go see Joe's stand-up, and we got really lost on the way back, Yeah, and it was like kind of my fault, but it, she just made me feel really bad about it. Yeah, she's an awful person. Did you two practice <laughs> kissing, though? What did you say? Nothing. I just was checking in on you. I'm glad you're doing good. I'm glad you've moved your average up into a C average. I'm very, very proud of you. 2.7. Yeah. It's a 1.7. Oh, but no. She's saying that's a low C. She's Boston strong, though. Who was that? Shelby, you finally get the fucking balls to talk? I saw you fucking eight times attempt to get to the mic and couldn't and let yourself get pushed back down. He's the run of the litter. If this was a mic litter, you'd be the runt. Suck on that fucking mic. <laughs> All right, uh, Molly, we'll see you soon, honey. All right, see you soon. All right, bye. Man, your buddy must be just crushed, huh? No. Not as he's supposed to pick up anyone when he works overnights. Yeah, no, I mean, he, he, he has a good thing going right now. And, What's that? He's gay? Uh, working, working overnights, I guess. Date one of the cleaning ladies. <laughs> I hope. I ho- oh, man, they're so hot. <laughs> oh, man, they make such good papayas. Um, no, but I'm also hosting a show with him now. Every Saturday. A podcast? No, a live call-in show on NewtownRadio.com. Wow, I didn't know about this. Yep, and we highlight, like, music and Brooklyn. Wait, so this isn't a podcast, but it's a a dot camp, but it's a dot com. Yeah, it's an internet radio still. Yeah. The show is called Tiger Scout. It's from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Saturdays. So people can call in. And say, hey. It's I'm, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Yup. Saturday, Saturday mornings. mornings? Saturday mornings. That's that's when I feel like calling places. I know. That's when sleep. people are listening, yeah. typically. Who's doing SNL this weekend? Nobody. Oh, it's an off time? Yep. I think the skinny Spider-Man is on next. Is that right? Yeah. You're a little harsh on him. He was just a guest here yesterday. He's not going to beat anybody up, though. <laughs> we know that just looking at him. Was there a fat Spider-Man, though? Well, no, but the other one was at least muscular. You know, like he worked out for it. This is a tiny... I'm going to not... I hope I don't come... He looked like a tiny boy sitting there. And it was also bring your kids to work day. But I remember it used to be just bring your daughter. Really? Yeah. I only remember it's bring bring like everybody to no. work. No, because the boys would look gay if they came into work <laughs> with you. Um, up on Filtered Excellence, uh, this... Uh, Weekend. There's a lot of really good stuff. John Oliver's show premieres Sunday night. I'm going to be locked into that one. It'll be good. Um, oh, Mad World. The book Mad World. I'm going to actually do an interview with them Sunday night on one of the channels that I'm on. Indy 104. Thank you. 6 p.m. Ron Bennington interviews. Bennington. Bennington. Not Bangington. <laughs> Ron Bennington interviews. Oh, and then Boston is the Eugene Merriman Comedy Festival. This is all up on the iBang under filtered excellence. A lot of excellent stuff to do. A lot of excellent stuff. I, I always go there and just say, what's one excellent thing I can do this weekend? And I picked out my excellent thing right now. I'm watching John Oliver. Um, PJ, you're on the Run Fest show. Who, PJ? Yeah. Hey, now fuck 380. Hey, Ronnie, first of all, uh, girl screening her, but her phones are bad. You're crystal clear, nice and loud. Her, I could hardly hear her. She, no, she speaks Dominican. Me, so a phone problem there. Yeah. But also, did you bring back Crazy Jen's 
water torture. I laughed till I had tears in my eyes when she confessed that time to buying panties that were too big at Kmart. Too lazy yeah, to take yeah, she took that. We, tried, we actually tried the Chinese water torture experiment, and it did work on her. We just kept dropping it on her forehead until she started just yelling out things from her past. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that was fucking great, but that, that's pre-raw dog. Pre-raw dog. So really, we should be thinking, what comics are we really going to be highlighting that came in here? We could bring in Te- we could do uh, Tammy Pescatelli when Fez thought he was homeless. Hysterical. <laughs> Why did he think he was homeless? Oh, because because uh, I I gave so uh, someone here at raw at raw dog told me he they thought Fez was homeless because he was oh, here all the time. Yeah, and I broke the news to him. Who was that that said it? It was Aaron from from Raw Dog. <laughs> Fez has a lot of problems. He thinks that the other employees here talk about him. And then there was another time where someone told me he was a weirdo, Christina from Jay Thomas's show. (laughs) (laughs) And Jim Florentine was around for that one. (laughs) And and they tried to help. Jim tried to help, too. Yeah. Somebody was like, oh, wait, Crosby's here. Is Stills and Nash coming in, too? You know, I haven't seen Christina since that day. No. It's fucking disappeared. I don't, I don't see him smoking downstairs anymore. I guess I'm getting ostracized. It's a her, not a him. <laughs> I said him? Yeah. It's a her, yeah. It's a woman. You need a little break. Wasn't Cristiano, some guy from what do you, Spain. What do you plan on doing on your break? Sleeping a lot, and then a track opens later in the week, next week, so I'll be oh, going to the God. track. I was also thinking of trying to maybe fucking go on a crazy run to the Derby, because the uh, Kentucky Derby's next weekend. You gotta do it, man. I wanted to, but hotels are like $1,200 a night. The fuck? Because nothing else. What else goes on in Louisville any other part of the year? Well, you don't have to be right next to the track. Bose was worried about because I'm going to be getting drunk there. I mean, even around it. Like, like the closest fucking place that's reasonable look, at night is like two look, hours away. I just want to point something out to you. When your alcoholism stops you from having a once-in-a-lifetime, <laughs> that's a sign. Even not that far away from the track, it's still like fucking hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Like a G. Everything's a G. It's crazy. Crazy expensive. Just get a tent. <laughs> you guys yeah. got any room in the infield? Be here a couple days. Why aren't you tenting more? <laughs> I can't picture Hicks in a fuck. First of all, he sleeps on the ground. He ain't getting up again. <laughs> Lean against the tree. It's almost, oddly, it's the same thing as when you say a horse on the ground. You know, it's what over. Mean? Yeah, it's done. I'll have to go down there. And sh- Throw a blanket over him and shoot him, and then we'll tie a tractor to him and drag him away. It's so sad what they do to a horse. There's no dignity to that uh, sport. Chris broke his leg. We gotta put him down. Usually, when they bury a horse, they only bury the head and the heart. They don't. They just dump the rest of the body. It's fucking weird. Yeah, by dump they dump into a fucking chopper, make dog food. Mm. Chopper, by the way, is the official word there. <laughs> Don't think that I'm, I'm just being lazy. That's called a chopper in industrial meats. Put that in the chopper, will you, Louie? Go ahead, try. I see you going up to your mic. I want you to speak up. You little run of the litter. Go ahead, Shelby. Say something. Hey, why don't you uh, lean against a tree like Beetle Bailey? You don't need a tent. Chris, man, he's got—he's fucking attacks you all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you could just pitch a tent in your pants. It's fucking gross. And then hopefully solicit sex, and then you can stay there <laughs> in whatever so I should hotel be a gay room. Prostitute? Yeah, I mean only for the weekend, only for oh, the derby. Sure. Luke, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, I got a suggestion for your who uh, producer over there. Um, you guys could get probably—I would think maybe even two shows 
out of all the great stuff that Big J Okerson has given you over the past couple of months. Love the Big J. Got to do some in. Big J stuff. He was in with David Tell and Jermaine Fowler for David Tell's Saturday Night Show. Yeah, but I thought that Jay was a little timid that day. <laughs> That's when we discovered that he doesn't. He really doesn't like getting compliments. Oh yeah, like Mattel <laughs> was saying, he's good. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not good. Seems like he's going to get his special. He's going to get an hour. It's going to be great. Who's on Mattel's uh, Underground this week? Uh, Mike Vecchione, Nikki Glazer. It's all uh, it's tomorrow night at Comedy Central at one a.m. David Tell's Comedy Underground. You know, let me just say something. I'm a big uh, Mike Vecchione fan. Yeah, he was in here yesterday. I like the vibe he gives off. He's great. I really like. Uh, I really, and he's a story guy, so you gotta love him. God, what you're rambling is you, you digress. That's what? what you are. You're a digressor. That has nothing to do with what we're talking. Every comic who comes to New York lives in the story because it's cheap. Not anymore. Well, cheap compared to Manhattan. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron, how you doing? Good. I wanted to get your take on the uh, Indiana Pacers and the Atlanta series. Do you think Atlanta could upset the Pacers? I'm not. I, I have always rooted against the Pacers. I root. I don't know why I root against the Pacers. I root against the Colts. So yeah, I'm. I'm pulling for them. What, what do you think, Shelps? They shouldn't upset him, but I mean, Indiana, why do you just hate him because Larry Bird owns him, or do you? No, it goes back, uh, maybe it's Reggie, I don't know, but... It's definitely Reggie for me. There's just something about them that I root against that city. It might even have more to do with the Colts. Maybe because they play in a field house. Hey, it's an arena or stadium. Do you think NBA players get paid more for working overtime? Do you think they get time and a half, or just half time? I think... If I- <laughs> If I was them, I would actually say when it went to overtime. Yeah. So we get a little bump for this? Yeah. <laughs> Here, tie it up. We'll uh, get a little spending cash. No, miss the shot. I want to, I want double overtime. I used to work at a fucking place. We were loading trucks, and guys used to do the slowdown all the time when we decided we needed more money. Fuck yeah. But I was young enough that overtime was just a nightmare to me. I just, I'm like, you're cutting into party time. <laughs> I do work, and then I'm not here as a career to load these trucks. I want to be here at minimum, and then I want to be really fucking loaded the rest of my life. <laughs> That's what I call my Chris Stanley years, or better yet, my Chris Stanley decades. It's fun times. Is it? Because you don't seem like you're having fun. You never laugh. You make a lot of mistakes, and even oh, yeah. your own fucking crew. I mean, they don't respect you. Well, fucking this asshole in the corner, Shelby, can't run that room for shit, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. But it was your job to train him. I, I tell him, I correct him on things, and then he gets mad at me. Like this morning. It was fucking ridiculous. What happened, exactly? There was a fuck up with, um, apparently, some. we didn't start exactly on time, maybe a minute late, because um, Shelby said something disappeared, and I said if there's something wrong... Tell me, right? I will come fucking tell you how to do it correctly, how to fix the problem, and then he just fucking gave me attitude. Is like didn't want. To I was me. trying to explain that I I don't think I need to get really technical with it, but I, it happened really quickly. So I was trying to. There wasn't time to contact you and then do it. Plus, I was tr- the phones were blowing up. I didn't know we were gonna tweet the thing out. So I was trying to get Norris to pick up the lines, which he's not great at. Yeah, Norris is terrible. To, She's like, 
Hey, hello, how you doing? I'm like, stop talking Spanish That's to me, Norris. That's racist. She was born in this country. She doesn't say, how you doing? She goes, que lo que, brother. No, she doesn't. <laughs> oh my God, she's Dominican, not Mexican. You're blaring oh. because he cut you off, right? No, I mean, you, you never made a point. You realize that, right? I, there's no you point to be for made. For really? Yes, the point to be made is he says you do a bad job, do you? I don't think I did a bad job. I'm just trying to. What would you give you yourself since you started here? Letter grade. Be honest with us. C minus. Wow, you're an easy judge. <laughs> what would you give him? For fucking running that room, it's an F. I'm, I'm going to give him a fail. And, and that's only because he gets mad at me when I fucking literally try to tell him how to get himself out of it. You fucking give me attitude when I try to fucking help. I, I don't understand it. If so, if I fuck something up and then someone said, this is how you fucking do it, I wouldn't get mad at them. I wasn't getting mad at... You gave me a fucking attitude. It fucking annoyed the shit out of me. And I fucking came storming back in here pissed. And I I wouldn't have brought it up, but you fucking love busting balls. Well, bust your fucking (laughs) balls, Shelby, you cunt. I wasn't... I didn't think I was giving attitude. You were. You fucking were. You've been here for fucking months, and you always get pissed when fucking anyone tries to help you. Always. It's fucking crazy. I didn't think it was a thing I needed help on. It just happened suddenly. I was trying to take care of it. The show started at 12.01. You had a fucking minute. You could have waved your hands or fucking got me in here. You could have seen the file of fucking stand-up, which we could have just dumped out of and gotten starting the show on time. A man's a lot of time, literally, here. You assumed, thought you did something else, and then it fucked up. Whatever. But when I fucking come try to help you, you get fucking pissed at me. I was trying to Howard's fix... Howard's laughing and nodding. Yeah, fuck Howard. Go. That's an intern. Oh, you can't okay. Scream. You, you, oh, do, okay. You, you do get angry anytime somebody says anything about you. Well, that's because every time I try to fucking tell one of you in there to drop a call, pick up the thing, they go, oh, I do it, I do it. Well, then just do it then. Don't tell me, oh, I hey, I got this. I'm trying to, I just, instead of giving me lip, then just do it. It's ironic giving Shelby lip. Nobody listens to anybody here, huh? It does, seems like it. Shelby gets very frustrated with the interns. Shelby, what's your biggest problem? Is it the interns? Is it Chris? I just need to... I guess with everybody, I guess I'm just a big fuck-up. Are you going to be that guy now instead of trying to work towards something? You're just going to take it to a failure? What do you really need? What What is this about? He needs to change his attitude and not get pissed when people try to help him. That's what the problem is. You, you get a fucking bad attitude. Maybe you don't realize it, but you do. I didn't think I was getting a bad attitude. I'll try to be more open to things. But I, it's hard to deal with one problem when I'm trying to deal with another that just popped up suddenly... And I'm, I can't jump on the phones. I mean, Norris, not great on the phones, so I'm trying to jump on when all nine of them are blowing up. I have to start the show. I know you have to be in here, and then this thing just disappears. I'm sorry it didn't just run completely smoothly. This has got a good point. You fucking expect everything to be perfect, Chris. <laughs> I, this, everything that was in there could have fucking hand, been handled smoothly. 
I could have helped you in there. Like I, I could have, you could have called me. I could have helped you in there. It, it wasn't a thing that I was panicking about. That I needed help. I they just he had disappeared. I was trying to <laughs> put it. Maybe he doesn't want right to call back. you in, Chris, because you yell at him. I wasn't fucking yelling at him. I was telling him what happened. He explained to me. I was like, and then he did. So, he fired a break or something. That was like that wasn't the way to do it. I could have fucking helped you out. We put it a little more smoother. I didn't fire the brake to put it in. It went on its own because the thing that allows me to control everything, that button disappeared. So I was trying to insert it again. And then the I didn't want to stop a commercial right in the middle of it playing. It's not like you're stopping a comedy bit. Remember how today was going to be fun day, relaxing yeah. day? Yeah, I remember. But don't you think like you beat up on this kid pretty good, Chris? Instead of training him, you fucking just oh, yell at him? I, I've tried to train him, and then he gives me attitude when I try to fucking explain to him things, like this morning and times before. So, I'll be a dick. And how's that helping? If, I be, if I'm nice, he he's fucking gives me shit, so I'll fucking be a dick, and maybe that'll drill into his head. I don't know. You feel like you're getting ahead? You feel like, you know, yelling at him? Um... Here's Pete. Pete in Texas. You're on the Run Fez show. Buddies. Yeah. Shelby's problem, man. He starts every sentence with I didn't think. So he's not thinking. Mm. Let's get you there, Shelby. You're not using that fucking brain meat of yours, are you? You're not using your brain meat. I mean, even Howard saw it. <laughs> well, Howard. He's supposed to be your intern. You're subordinate. Well, then he should do maybe some intern work then. Instead of hanging around with his great ideas, then. What? Well, wait, what? wait. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm busting my ass off around here. What? What is he? He's hanging around with great ideas. Well, every every you know before the show, after the show, there's shit to be done, and even like a, about a week ago, I'm trying to, you know, pitch a guest how it'd be good for something, and he's trying to pitch him the whole guest down like he knows what he's talking about it kind of got to me that time bit. i was just saying that it might not be that everybody else on the planet knows him as well as you do that's all i was offering because you that's like what ron was asking under, for too i'm he, not trying to undermine anything i'm yeah. just trying to help the show is he trying to undermine you in that situation he couldn't have been more wrong and i that i had to convince the intern that the guest was the right person I don't know. I'm trying to do everything else. I should not have to do that. Right. I understand. I mean, if you're not going to work with them, why work against them is what Shelby's saying. You're uh, getting that from Chris and Howard. Maybe even Norice. Um, Frank, you're on the Run Fez show. Uh, yeah, Shelby, you're sounding all serious, dude. Are you ready to cry? Says Junior. There is some similarities, personality similarities, where you say, okay, you don't like this one thing, then we'll quit everything. Not like, good. I can't do anything. He'll just yell that out. <laughs> I'm just a loser who can't do anything. You can't, though. You can. You don't make him feel that way, though, Chris. I may have to change my philosophy. Right. Um, you know? Maybe, I have to tenderize his brain meat. The thing about me is I try to build people up and try to find the good things about them, but maybe that's because I'm not a fuck-up loser like you are. You, you know, that's the difference. <laughs> when you say these things, it sticks to me. I, I fucking Howard, think you're about on the Run of show. Yeah, how come Chris is being like girl and not training his interns and his people? It is true that you yeah, were trained by Earl, and now you feel like 
I can't share information. I am a disciple of Pearl, <laughs> which is fucking not a good thing. It is true. Richard, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddy. Yeah. I got a great idea for a best of. I think it was great when Louis Anderson and Jay Moore were in, and Louis admitted to almost wanting to kill himself. Oh, I love that break. Yeah, that, that one's going Whoa. in. And Jim Norton came walking in and started telling Louis what a great guy he was. That was a crazy. And how Louis. he's saved Jim's life. Louis Anderson went to my high school, and he grew up in the same neighborhood as me. Um, I know, right? But no, you know what? It's weird that you said that because Tim Sabian used to know him. Yeah. And used to be uh, a Louis bo- well, bully. Word on the street is, I also went to the same high school as Tim Sabian. Have you and Tim talked about that? No, I haven't even met him yet. Alright, he's away right now. I'm going to be away next week. Let's hook up a day where me and you go in. I'm going to introduce you to him. That'd be cool. Yeah. Apparently he's from the same neighborhood as me, too. Wear your old high school fucking thing and just oh, act well. like we won't act like it's a coincidence. We're like, what are you doing with that shirt on? You're like... What do you oh, mean? What are you talking well, this about? Is this is mine. Went to school. This is class 08. You remember that. <laughs> you feel a little bit re- better right now? Shelby, you feel like you've been heard? Oh, fantastic. I noticed this, though. Um, none of these... Every story comes down to it's Norris's fault. <laughs> that everything would run better if it wasn't for Norris. She was labeled today the our worst intern ever. Hey, stop picking on her. But I'm, not, I'm saying she's the worst intern ever, but I'm not blaming her for, you know, weird fuck-ups. Troy, you're on the Run Fed show. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey. Chris, I'm yes. going to go a little corporate on you. It sounds like you're trying to intimidate, not motivate. That is true. You I, do. I never want to intimidate anyone. Well, you got all chesty with, with him, and I noticed that he didn't get to finish one of his stupid thoughts because <laughs> you would interrupt him and yell, and that just sent him back to sputtering circle where he lives. So it's point-counterpoint. You just went point-point. <laughs> I want it to nice to be a, a nice, calm day. I told you guys we're not booking any guests today. We'll bring in Joe, which you can't even accomplish anything with Joe around. I know. A, and then I'm we would sit around that. and just pick out good stuff for next week. <sighs> Didn't see this coming. Maybe I need you guys to come in here and work next week oh, and just please. train with each other, you know? Maybe go on a retreat with each yeah. other. I know this. You have zero respect of the bosses in this fucking building and zero respect of the other shows. It's like fucking F Troop, you know? I don't want to be seen as F Troop. I want to be seen as A Troop. You guys should just get out of the city, go up to the mountains, and just breathe some of that fresh mountain air. You know? That's good Maybe advice, bathe Joe. in a river together. That's, that's weird. Know. That part my, was weird. My dad told me that that might work. Chilling hypothermia set in. Send me in... Um, um, well, let me see here. John, John and Queen, join the Run of show. Ronnie, you know what? It really comes down to one thing, and Shelby probably didn't realize it, but he made it slip when he said that he needs to be in control. It's not the Shelby show. It's the Ron and Fez show. Pep, I got your back. You fuck with Brooklyn Tech, you get the horns, baby. Brooklyn Tech, baby. What's up? BT. New York's third best high school. Kyle and Boston, what, what? you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, what's going on, buddies? On uh, Tuesday, at like 2 o'clock, I was listening to the show, sometime at 2 o'clock hour. Who was on the board then? You took it to break, and there was like 15, 20 seconds of dead air before the first fucking commercial came on. 
that Shelby two times? I will tell you this. I know that break, and I know what happened. I know a lot of things get broken on freezing stuff, but we never had dead air with Earl. And I don't know why you don't train with Fez. Fez runs a tight board. You run the loosest fucking board in the history of radio. I'm much better on the board in the booth. I need to be better on this board in here. Maybe you, need- you act like you, you don't care about the mics. You didn't even turn Shelby's mic on. No. Today. Did you, you got the fucking stink guy from him. All right, send me Nori Sim for a second before I go to break. Because it seems like she's the... I want you to stay in here. What are you worried about? Phones? She's setting the mic up. She knows how to set a mic up. Why can't you guys trust in her? Oh, hey, Norris. Hi. Oh, talking to the mic? I am talking to the mic. Okay, Norris, you hear that these guys blame everything on you and they I say see, you, I see. you run crappy phones. What do you think? You've had a. You're my. I'm going to just out everybody here. Mm. This is like that fucking My Boss is a Sneak show. Yeah. Norris has been working undercover for me, watching you guys, reporting back to me. Norris, oh what is the biggest behind-the-scenes problem that we have today? Or let me just change that. Who is the biggest behind-the-scenes problem? No, I don't know who, who is, but I know, like, no one gets along here. <laughs> All right, who doesn't? No one gets along with each other back there. Yeah. There's no I friends. think secretly everybody hates everyone here. You think? I think secretly everybody hates everyone here, and they don't tell the truth to each other's faces, and that's why there's a miscommunication every fucking time. You think Shelby hates Chris? Chris hates Shelby. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Howard <laughs> hates Shelby. Howard hates Shelby. Shelby hates Howard. Everybody hates does, everybody. Does Howard hate Chris? I, I don't, don't hate anybody. Probably. You hate Probably. Shelby. No, I was just saying one thing, and he got all pissy about it. Because he's, he's pissy I guess with so. you. All right, so. kill fuck Mary. Shelby, Chris, Howard, go. <laughs> you know how to play that game? You know. All right. You get three people. You get one you have to kill, one you have to marry, and one, I'm going to use a bad word here, that you'd have to have sex with. Make love. Oh. Yeah, make love. <laughs> make love with yeah. two. Um, inside. I can't even choose. You have to. That's I'll probably the game. kill Howard, though. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> That means you're going to have to... I can't. I can't. Even, I cannot choose. Well, just tell us which one of them would be better to marry. Oh, I can't even like think of that. You have just to. That's the game. Nuts. I can't do it. See, this is the you way have to make the you, got, you have to. The awful, horrible yes. decision. Show me. I, I feel... Oh, wow. You're dead. Howard. Yeah, I'm, you're, you're fucking dead. long gone. What changes would you make with these guys? Is Chris a good boss, or should we make a change there? Um... I think the training part, he should definitely train. More. We don't train these people. And Shelby needs to stop um, being so like crazy and paranoid for everything. What's he paranoid about? Everything. I don't, everything. Everything. Do you feel like you're paranoid, Shelby? No, I just think that I there's a lot of things to pay attention detail-wise, so I want them all to run. If you calm down, it'll probably run smoothly. Is Goes for everybody in here. Is he like a chihuahua? What? Is he like a chihuahua, shaking like a nervous chihuahua? Yeah. She has a better way of living. None of her work gets done, but it doesn't bother her. It doesn't bother her. She's <laughs> no. awful on the phones. I don't care. Yeah. No one cares here, right? 
<laughs> yes, we fucking care. I want fucking phones to run well. Ron says you guys don't care all the time. I do care. <laughs> phones can't run, Chris. <laughs> it's not literal. Fuck. Oh. All right, I want to break. I want to come back. And when we get back, I want you guys just running laps until someone realizes that we're going to become a team. I don't know how many laps I'm going to get done, but I'll start running. Follow Shelby. You're going to go back and run those phones. Go ahead. There you go, Norris. That's good. She doesn't care. That's a good sign in an intern. It is true that you guys all hate each other, though. I don't hate Shelby. I thought you did. I don't like it when he gives a fucking random attitude when I try to help. He thinks he's smarter than you. Uh, Brian in Cherry Hill. Go ahead, Brian. Hey, buddies. Yeah. This to me, I think the problem here is that uh, Pepper just doesn't display any traits of leadership whatsoever. None. And, uh, you know, I can see the frustration in Shelby's voice. It's uh, it's getting pretty bad. I mean, Pep, name one name one leader throughout history that you've uh, learned something from. Studied. Uh, I never really studied many leaders. I know Churchill liked to get drunk. Okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. How many of them were named Pepper? None. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought you weren't going to come over with two different names. That that was confusing to people. Yeah, it was just Chris Stanley. You, you've trashed that, and you've become Pepper, and you don't even worry about that. I think I'm going to tell you what Fez says about you. Okay. That your heart's in that podcast. Yeah, Fez is wrong because this is my fucking number one priority in my life. So Fez is totally wrong. Can I tell you is what that, they're that's calling an oxycontin thought? On Twitter? What's that? And online? Yeah. The bad mentor centaur. <laughs> <sighs> and oh. that's something you don't want to be called. No. Well, let's do this. Let's break. We'll come back here. We'll pick out best ofs. Well, I know everybody's tired. And we've all, you know, we've been going like crazy people since January. Sprinting the marathon. That's what I'm calling it. Everyone's worked hard but you, Chris. Bullshit. Bullshit. Let's break. I'm going to give out more prizes when we get back. Pick out some best of stuff. Next week's going to be great. Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Serious XM Comedy. Yes. Channel 99. Buddies, it's the Ron and Fez show. Um, Shelby, not back in the room yet? No, not yet. Where's he at? He's on the board in the booth. I can't see him in there, and he's always supposed to be seen at all times. Shelby, anything you want to tell us? Just changing the pad data, and then I was going to be right in. Hmm, that's all you had to tell us. All right. Because no one in there knows how to change your pad data? I just don't want it accidentally thrown the brake. It's the buttons that are very close to each other. There's no trust. No. There's no training and no trust. And there's trust in training. 
is what I'm fucking learning today. <laughs> well, as the- I mean, if you if you, if, if you uh, were like, put, you don't have on this mic. Nope. Loose board. Loose. You gotta wax it, bro. Gotta wax that. Shred some board. You know. I don't know what I mean by that. No, you're right. You're right, Joe. God damn it, you're right. All right, it is the Ron and Fez show. Uh, we're on break next week, um, but a lot of cool. Oh, by the way, you know who's been coming through and writing some good stuff for the for the iBang? Is that Doc's intoxicated? He's moving up into what I consider Kyle area. That's rarefied air right there. Well, you know. Kyle started to get the VIP treatment. He's settled back a little bit. Oh. He, he also asked me about coming to the next Fez dinner. And I thought, oh. The, and then it was like the second that he brought that up, I'm like, boy, he's really slowing down into, you know, working like Chris. What? Uh, okay. So, Shelby, everything, uh, all you had to tell us is you fixed the the pad data. Yeah. Nothing else to tell us about that last break. Because uh, the listeners aren't checking in with us. There was a something happened in the middle that I could not control. And how long did that last? Like 10 seconds. 15, 20 seconds of dead air is considered a lifetime in this business. But to you, that's no big deal. I've In the middle of all this fucking screaming today, you had a giant dead air break. That, that was... I could not... I literally... The, my buttons in there were locked. It's... Why wouldn't you let Chris know? I let him know after I fixed it and was able to resume to let him know that there was a problem. Oh, you let him know? Okay, Chris didn't tell me that. All he did was rat you out, and then the listeners were writing to me and ratting you out. By the way, Chris, unlike you, I'm a problem fixer. Yeah. If you like, I have a place for you to stay at the Kentucky Derby. Oh, shit. A fine listener. Really? Yeah. Would like to make you his guest. I believe in his home. In his home? Yeah. Wow. You should do it. Chris doesn't do anything he says he's going to do. Come on, Chris. By the way, Howard uh, followed me down to the pisser to tell me a couple things, too. What was it, Howard? Uh, just the, <laughs> it, It's kind of funny. Even when you guys are busting Shelby's balls on the air, he will sit there and just go, <laughs> and just start almost looking like he's going to throw the mouse through the window. And Is that right, Shelby? Yeah, I'm, I just not. I've gotten in trouble for saying things before, so I'm just trying to choose my words carefully. About what? About choosing my words carefully. Don't choose your words carefully. We told you not to. Just get in trouble. Yeah. Yes, that's what I mean. I need not. I just need to get in trouble more. You attacked ONA on their station. That's a lot different than anything else that we're talking about. I had, and you fucking paid the price for that. You came out a champ. I they did. ignore you now, which is like a lovely fucking uh, prize to yourself. Instead of fucking teeing off on you every day. Right. What, do you do? You fucking just feel like you want to attack ONA every day and you have to fight yourself? No. What the- kind of weird Tourette's do you have? <laughs> Is it just want to scream M-bombs out or something? Like what, what kind of terrible things are going on? Why did on? you bring that up, Chris? That comes out of nowhere. I'm Talk just about think- being inappropriate. <laughs> what? 
Howard's watching you like a fucking hawk. You don't have to worry. I'm trying to absorb all the things around me. I hear it when I piss. Well, I just, I'm trying to run the board. I didn't think that, I just personally, I don't think that doing that is an intern job. There's things that can go wrong with it, and that's just my opinion. So I was just trying to get it all set up and then run. All right, go ahead over there and run the board. Give me the ball, coach. I want to well, it's, all, it's all set up now. No, go ahead. Go run the board. You're right. No, go ahead. It's all go good now. Go run the board. Now it's all teed up great. Right. It's all Go set run up. the board. You got it. it. And there's nothing to run now. I was just setting just it up Just go ahead quick. over. Go ahead and run the board. When you're right, you're right. Go ahead over there. Grab the big uh, Grab the big chair. Thanks, Shelby. It's, it's all set up. I know. You've it's explained all... that to me eight times after. Go ahead and run the board. You got it. I'm not Chris. I can learn from my mistakes. See, that's how we do it. When somebody comes up with an idea like that, you gotta you gotta admire it. Well, next week we gotta work on some best of material, Chris. Yeah, there's there's plenty that needs to be pulled. Mm. I liked when um I wasn't here for it, but I re-listened to him when Bob Kelly and Voss were in studio together to start the show. Why weren't you in for it? I had to take a personal day. Oh man, you take a lot of personal days. I've taken two in years. Yeah. <laughs> and both of them, when all kind of great shit happened when you were out. <laughs> well, that great shit should be replayed for the best of. Why, why did you have to take a personal day? It's personal. Oh. Shelby, make sure I can see you over there. I like to see eye contact. Move over to, the, to, the, to your left. Yeah. Way over so I can see you. There you go. A little more. Seems to be a partition here. Just move over and just, yeah, just keep leaning like that. Pass roll down the partition, please. Let's be honest with you. You know a lot of Beyonce stuff. Yeah. Kind of a Beyonce guy. Me and B. I never was one. I like Destiny's Child. I liked that song Survivor. But when she went solo, I was just, she lost me. Was, I liked the bam, ba da 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 Was it because her body was too bootylicious for you? Or not bootylicious enough, Chris? I'm gonna, I hope I'm not fucking an attack here I've never considered her over bootylicious I think she's just a, the, the the appropriate amount of bootylish sis she wouldn't make my top list people not that are, I keep such lists <laughs> people are <laughs> obsessed be with creepy. her she'd on be the at, fucking internet she'd it's... be at the butt of that list well she's got that she's with Jay-Z and they're obsessed with the whole life God, uh, I, like every, t- every time they eat dinner they throw the tablecloth away that's how fucking rich they are I'll take those tablecloths. I could use them. Yeah, I, yeah, I know you could. Use them, put them in your tent. Uh, Matt, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, Ron, you did an interview uh, probably three, four years ago with some kids. Was it Lene and Jonah Bobo? I don't know. Was, yeah, that was uh, a while back. Um, that was that was friggin' hilarious. Yeah, making a little girl show. feel bad about her future. Although I turned <laughs> exactly. out to be 100% right. Exactly. <laughs> Pepper's probably too lazy to pull it, but if you could pull it, that'd be great. All right, good point. A, that guy can go to hell because that is fucking pre-Raw Dog. We were looking to do Raw Dog, best of. One time, I walked past the office, and Pepper was on the ground with his shirt unbuttoned, and he was just pouring water in there and then sucking it up with a really st- long straw out of his belly That's button. That's fucking gross, dude. I'm like, Pepper, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just chilling, bro. 
Want some fucking belly water? I was like, no, oh. I don't. Come on, have some belly water. All right, I'll try it, I guess. I'll try anything twice. That's fucking disgusting, Chris. It's my own brand, belly water, B-dubs. It wasn't terrible, though. See? Aren't you glad you drank some now? I mean, I felt dizzy afterwards, and I and I couldn't take the elevator down. Uh, Lisa Inspired would like you to do the hypnotist shows, drunk shows with Fez and Xanax. They're all breaking down. But you feel like this is raw dog on, huh? Yeah, let's just let's do the raw dog. Is that Best so you thoughts. don't have to go deeper into the closet? No, I have I have uh, I have access to all the closets, and now, no matter how deep they are. But I think since now we're on Raw Dog, let's do a Raw Dog best. When you're of. in that closet, getting the best of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you always make an announcement when you come out of the closet? <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm out of the closet now, guys. Ah! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, wait, pull this for the best of. When- uh, you know, the big talk on the internet is about this rancher. I don't know whether you saw that. I don't have anybody on this right now, but. Um, you want to move over to the iBang? Uh, Shelby wanted to get back to his uh, his board. And he's right. I was giving the kid too much leeway by putting Howard over there. Yeah. Shelby runs a tight board, as we saw from that last break. Um, but this rancher's name, I forget his name. Bundy. Bundy. It's a Bundy ranch. King Kong Bundy is what his friends call him. But everybody had been... Uh, trying to help him out and getting behind him and start it right from the beginning. This is a speech that he gave the other day that's just absolutely classic. The Negro. I want to tell you Take one more the- thing I know about the Negro. When I when I go went uh, go to Las Vegas, North Las Vegas, <clears throat> and I would see these little government houses, and in front of that government house, the the door was usually open. And the, the the older people and the kids, and there's always at least a half a dozen people sitting on the porch. They didn't have nothing to do. They didn't have nothing for their kids to do. They didn't have nothing for their young girls to do. And because they were basically on government subsidy, and so now what do they do? They abort their their young children. They put their young men in jail because they never they never learned how to pick cotton. And I've often wondered, now, are they better off as slaves, picking cotton, having family life, and doing things, or are they better off under government subsidy? <laughs> yeah, they did get no more freedom. They got less freedom. They had less uh, family uh, alive, and their happiness, you can see in their faces, they weren't happy sitting on that concrete sidewalk. Down there, they were probably growing their turnips. So that's all government. That's not freedom. That's just fucking amazing. Holy shit. This guy was the hero of the internet last week. He may be the next mayor of Toronto. (laughs) But So help me out with this story because I haven't found... my, My father was on his side until this and I can't wait to bring it up to him. But he was grazing on government property and not paying... And then everybody rallied behind him when he was asked for money. Mm-hmm. Um, some guys even shown up with guns to protect yeah, him. Like it was, the thing was, like local militias from around the country who were all like anti-government and they're survivalists that that type and preppers. They all came to this guy rushing to this dude's aid because he's like, yeah, he's saying fuck you to the government that I'm not going to give you fucking money for for lands that you rezoned. And it's been like decades since th- since he's you know paid any. Yeah, tax two decades. Them. Yep. 
So this guy became like a hero for every nut. And even some like kind of conservative people rushed to his side, senators, congressmen, and then he said this, said this shit, and they all had to just go taken off in the other direction. <laughs> crazy scramble. Let me tell you what I've learned about the Negro. <laughs> the Negro. This hasn't even been said in 50 years. Just, you know, no one is saying about the Negro problem. They look bored. If they yeah. were enslaved. They were so much happier then. God, that's the funniest shit I ever saw in my life. It's almost like it's out of a Chris Guest movie. You know what I mean? It's like Veep would do something like this, and then everybody would have to scramble to protect. Who says the Jew wasn't more having a great time in the concentration camp? <laughs> the Negro is really just an inside-out Jew. Let's face it. That's scientific fact. What? <laughs> And they were happier as slaves playing the banjo. I mean, even some of them lived in the house. They were the house Negro. <laughs> Thank you. You had me nervous. Thanks for fixing that at the last second. You fucking pulled out and saved the show. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the funniest shit I ever saw in my life. Now, there's no talking to somebody that age either. You know what I mean? Like, he believes what he believes. The guy, fucking Lurie, fought, fought the government and won in a standoff. This guy is right in his head forever. He's never going to be wrong. But he's not going to win, you know? You can't really win against the government in this case. Uh, Here's Chris in Colorado. Hey, Ronnie, I want to stick up for Clive and Bundy a little bit. You know, this guy's been, his family's been on that property since the late 1800s. And he he paid his, his grazing fees up until a couple decades ago when... They ran every rancher out of the area except him. He's one of like 50 families left on that land. So they just, they just taxed the shit out of him to try to run him out of business. He stood his ground. Uh, you know, he's old school. He's not, he's not PC. He's not, he's not up to pulp culture. No shit. So, you know, he's speaking from his heart, honestly. And a lot of people want to call him a racist because he doesn't dig black people aborting their babies and he doesn't dig. Well, know, first of all, black people aren't even known for aborting their babies. Yeah. They abort 52% of them. Oh 52% of blacks are aborted. And that's just a fact. That is you know, not a fact. Is this Look Bundy calling in? This is fucking you sound crazy. Shit up. All right. Of course I, you are. If I need help, you know, duct taping a umbrella to a lawn chair so I can sit out in the rain, I'll call you. But if I need facts about African Americans aborting their kids, I'll but look on the internet. beyond that, this was not his fight to start bringing up black people and abortion. Let me tell you what I've learned about the, the Negro. What? Hey, listen. Stop. Keep it on ranching. And another thing. They got the rap music, whatever rap. What? You're fucking crazy, old man. This L- is about taxes. Listen, I have at least four black friends, and only one of them aborted their kids. So I don't even see the logic here. Sure, that's not true. I got three black friends. but You thought you had four, but the fourth one was aborted. God, that's fucking hysterical. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of this guy now. I hope he gets a TV show. <laughs> I just hope he goes on and on. Like, I just thought it was so funny that everyone was like, hey, this is a hot thing. We got to get on it. Because let's face it, our bosses would. If this had somehow fit into our world. There's a town hall with the like, Bundy fight ranch. Everybody's talking about it. Let's hashtag it. Let's get on it. And then he fucks up and everyone has to scramble out. Whose idea was to get behind this? But... 
We all thought it was a good idea. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Clap uh, money. I'm mad as hell, and I'm causing most of the problem. Now, if I can have a second to talk about the Chinaman. The Chinaman, little yellow devil that he is. Opium smoker. Loves his opium pipe. Now, the fish eaters. By and large, the Chinaman is a fish eater. Let me take a second to talk about the soulless Jews and the Catholics who want the Pope to take over this country. See, the Catholic is nothing but a Scientologist with a bigger dick. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Now, women's bodies are perfect to make buttermilk. If you let them into the workplace, they'll menstruate all over everything. And they'll bring wolves in. See, wolves pick up on this from their noses. We'll call them land sharks. Can you expound on your curry eater's thought from before? Uh, Bruce, you're on the Run Fez show. Ron, these Republicans keep picking the fucking biggest assholes to champion their causes. Zimmerman was a dick. This dude's a dick. Phil Robertson was a dick. That guy in Minnesota or Michigan that shot them kids in his basement is a dick. They just champion these assholes' causes and yeah. fucking stick to it like and ridiculous. I, and, and, but you know what? Why can't the fucking Democrats just fucking throw Reverend Al Sharpton out into the street, too? You know what I mean? Don't act like that both sides haven't been part of this shit. I just find it to be funny more than even a political cause. I just think it's funny that when everyone tried to get to this, you were trying to say, just because we're conservatives doesn't mean that we're racist. And then the racist also happen to be conservatives. Like, not every conservative is a racist, but fucking racists are also conservative. <laughs> like, these guys are... There's no way Jackie Robinson wants to play baseball with the Dodgers. Branch Rickey, Jew that he is, has talked him into it. <laughs> and the fucking funny thing is, he run, he lives in some fucking... You know, valley somewhere. He took one trip to North Las Vegas, and now he's ready to talk to everybody on TV about it. Uh, up on the iBank today, uh, the comedian that changed my life. This is a good one. Now, don't even go look at it yet. I'm going to ask you first. Okay. Cedric the Entertainer, who's the comedian that changed his life? Richard Pryor. Normally a good guess for anyone. Yeah. But in this case, not Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor is probably the number one answer of all, though. Bill Cosby? You guys have fallen into a racist thing that I'm not really comfortable with. Um, I'm, not, I'm not part of this Bundy Ranch. Uh, Lenny Bruce? Thank you for being a little less racist. <laughs> not Lenny Bruce. Shelby, do you got any idea? Mom's Mabley. I also got this from your biggest champion that Lizette's Fire says, I'm losing faith in Shelby. You know what you got to do on your vacation, Shelby? You got to find that spark. I'm going to give you a book called Fear Struck Out, the Jimmy Pearsall story. I want you to do a report on it. It may help you quite a bit. 
Um, Larry, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hello? Yeah. Okay. Who you're am I air. talking to? You're on the air, Larry. I'm on the air. Like I said, uh, the guy in Colorado talking about slave stuff right there. Now, put the white folks into slavery. See how they would feel about it. Let the black man rule them. How would they feel? Well, it, here's the problem. Uh, who could uh, possibly enslave the, the white that's, man? That's a good point, Larry. I, I stopped getting so many abortions, <laughs> and I learned how to pick cotton. That sounds that, pretty though. good. But you want to know something, though? Yeah. The black man has a lot more heart. Every time you look around, somebody getting in the fire, just the black man come save him. Right, Always. Right, help me with that. So when there is a fire, somebody will say, <laughs> <right>. please call. <laughs> if the damn ship is sinking, yeah. like Shine said, come save me. All right, so when a ship is sinking or your house is on fire, call the black man. And a black man jump his ass overboard, and he's leaving the ship. White folks jump up there, hey, shine, shine, come save me. Right. Yeah, Uh, but shine, say, hell, I can't save you. I got to save my ass. But here's the thing, Larry, and uh, I feel like I've been, uh, you know, I know a thing or two about a thing or two. I've never seen a black guy dive into the water. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Well, you're a fucking racist. You've never seen a black guy dive into the water? Yeah. Oh no, no, we don't. We don't fuck with water like that. No, no. we don't. Hey, but, all the time we mess with water, we gotta make money off of it. <laughs> Larry, I'm gonna we tell you. Water. I'm gonna tell you simply <laughs> that you're just not yeah. helping. You're just not helping. But I'll call you if this place is on fire or sinking. But wait, yeah. no. Can you digress? I digressed. Mm. I wonder whatever happened down on the eighth, ninth, and tenth floors when the alarm was off, telling those people to leave. The building. Poisonous gas. I'm oh. just going to guess that. I don't think I can be poisoned. Really? I don't think it would work against me. I feel like I would fight it off. Have you been poisoned <laughs> before? I think I've, I've done a lot of bad dope in my life. Okay. I just don't think there's an amount of poison that could kill me. Not, not even like po- poison ivy? Like you wouldn't scratch yourself? or I just say I wouldn't die from it. I'm not saying poison wouldn't make me sick. Oh, okay. But I, I'd fucking fight it off. Like mustard gas or sarin. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you can shoot mustard gas directly <laughs> into my fucking mouth. Give me some uh, ketchup fine. gas. <laughs> Give me a week. Give me a week and some juice, and I'll be able to beat it. It eats you out from the inside. Oh. <laughs> so disgusting. Sexy. I can't listen That's... to gay guys. <laughs> I'm not gay. Hey, I'm going to come over for a date. And if you want, I'll eat you out from the inside. <laughs> I was talking about gas. Poisonous gas. Not. And you say I'm farting in her, in her mouth? Oh. Oh, nice. What? It's disgusting. Oh, you guys talking about farting? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Bites <laughs> to something else. Oh. It's disgusting. Um... Uh, Johnny. Johnny, you're on the Run of Fez show. Two quick things. First off, I love it when you guys all fight. It's like a real reality show. Yeah. Um, Shut up, Johnny. Thing is, <laughs> second thing is, um, the guy that was saying about the black man always to the rescue, he's absolutely right. It was a black dude that was on his way to McDonald's to save that, uh, that, save that girl, Amanda, whatever, that was uh, held captive in that house. Mm-hmm. She got 10 years of free rent. I got that from Joan Rivers. Okay. <laughs> Lucky. Have a good day, guys. Yeah, then remember once he got busted, they found out he had some. He was wanted for something else. He had like some crazy. domestic violence charge back yeah. in the day. Whatever, big deal. And but he never really like cashed in on it. He just, I think he got a couple grand. He never he got offered free cheeseburgers for life. I'd fucking crush them on that. <laughs> Everyone's coming with me for fucking free cheeseburgers. 
Oh, this one's on me, guys. Don't worry. I got the cheeseburgers. What's your go-to meal? My go-to meal? Well, let's suppose this. Okay. You're having a sad day. Yeah. What do you want to eat to feel better? Oh, man. I guess if I'm having a sad day, I'm going to Popeye's. I'm getting that shrimp sandwich meal with mashed potatoes on the side. If I'm Really? Yeah. Probably. You go for something that awful. That awful. If I need to feel comforted mm. in How some way. There's two things. One, I go to the Outback, I get a goddamn Bloomin' Onion. You haven't been to the Outback since I've known you. I've been there a few times. Down the last under. time I tried to go, I found out it was closed. That's years now. There's more than one. <laughs> yeah, but the one that was the in most convenient. City. It was the most convenient one. There's not a lot in Manhattan. They need to build some more. <laughs> they're taking their building, they're tearing them down. Crikey. Yeah, the, these are that's suburban food. Second is uh, there's a spot in my neighborhood that's like a tomato biscuit and grilled cheese sandwich that just mm. fucking blows my shit up. It's so fucking good. It's like a it's like fancy cheese, like a fontina, you know, like a Gruyere, <laughs> like a Gruyere. You eat all the fancy cheeses. <laughs> He's a fancy boy. Do you do you have that pepper jack? I'm pepper. It's <laughs> good. Yeah. Put down the pepper jack. Let's see that ID then, sir. That's my go-to if I'm feeling like shit. Wow, so That's fucking good. funny. Uh, Glenn in Pennsylvania, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, buddies. Um, I just I don't think this Fundy. Uh, I don't think he actually said what he said in the video, uh, because I, I just think they did what they did to Arnold Schwarzenegger in Running Man, to, to shut him up, to, to turn everything around on him. So your idea of how to deal with something is say, hey, remember Running Man. I was making a Running Man reference. Mm. All right. Look, Maybe that's it. Bundy is in the butcher of Bakersfield. All right, he's not fighting some fucking Asian guy shooting electricity out of his head. <laughs> I mean, you don't know that, the way he's talking. I guess Jesse Ventura was a robot in that movie? Oh, the Jesse the Body Ventura, you mean? More like Jesse the fucking Chassis Ventura. <laughs> Jesse hasn't been around in a while. He used to come in here all the time. He last The last news of Jesse Ventura is he's um, in Mexico hiding out from the government. Off the grid? Off the grid, That's yeah. That's weird. What's he doing there? fucking hanging out just trying to stay away from the government he doesn't like drones you feel safer in Mexico you're fucking you ain't thinking he you turn on that Mexican fucking news and it's scary as shit it's just beheadings all day long like entire towns getting wiped out because they slighted a drug dealer I'd rather go to the University of Al-Qaeda than fucking live in Mexico <laughs> James Taylor couldn't have been more wrong it's, at, it's gotten to the point where Jesse Ventura has said so many nutty things that now if he says something that, you know, it does make sense, they'll just twist his words up so it sounds like he's all nuts. Like Butcher of Bakersfield, I understand. I mean, he, we just had that call. He ran a state for four years. My state. And there's a woman who worked behind him who didn't let him mess up too much, mm -hmm. but he was running... Not physically, but he took his opponents and just put them into pedigrees. And he's like, vote for me, I'm the independent party. Look here, Monsoon. If you want a good governor, look at me, Jesse the Body Ventura. Make the right choice, Monsoon. Check out these muscles and check out Hulk my opponent's muscles. Hulk Hulkamania's over. Oh, Mexico, it sounds so simple, I just 
I think that's called heat stroke. Luke in Texas, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, buddies? Hey, yeah. Ron, I wanted to tell you, I had a dream about Fez. Jizz in it? I knew, I knew it was a dream because he was talking on the radio. Peace! Well, it's going to be interesting to see Fez's comeback. I guess it'll be fucking drug-addicted Fez making his they comeback? They renewed him for six months, and he took the next three weeks off. Jokes on that. Yeah. Jokes on and Yeah, and it's probably going to give him, what, half a million dollar tab out of his hospital stay? It's got to be in the hundreds of thousands. He had I would, three, four different things done. I would think of, like, a, a million, to be honest. Like, first of all, just staying in the hospital, those things, is crazy cash. They don't want anyone staying in the hospital. They come right. in there for a week and a half. Then a hard operation. It's like being at the fucking Kentucky Derby. That's what it's like <laughs> staying in the hospital. <laughs> you don't even get to gamble. Or drink mint juleps. Mm. Mm. Mint juleps, mm. love them. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys who we picked. Uh, this is comedian changes his life. The great Robin Harris, who would have been the comedian of his generation if he hadn't uh, suddenly died. That's really great. That's a fun, cool. Pick. He's a funny fucking guy, and I was glad to see Cedric keeping his name out there. He remembers. Of course, he remembers. He wanted to fucking be him. He was actually probably thinking to himself, well, I just got a role that Robin Harris would have got. That's what he was thinking. Yeah, I don't think Robin Harris gets enough love. It's fucking weird. But he's getting the love right now on the iBank. Yeah, we give him the love. We? Suddenly now you and Cedric are a fucking partnership I didn't know about? <laughs> I didn't even see you once fucking promoting him. White man, black man. <laughs> Yin and Yang, is all, right, yeah, right. Is it all back to fucking color for you? There's nothing else? Shelby, you're over there with the fucking mic off gritting about us? Howard tells me. He's a super spy. <laughs> 007, this guy. I've always considered him, Howard, the, the Batman of the entrance. Hmm, I you're, didn't know that. Batman or Bruce Wayne? Good question. I'm going to say both. Wait, is he uh, also a billionaire playboy ph philanthropist? Billionaire, yeah. He's like the Clooney of Batmans, though. Like, not very, not great. Clooney was my Super favorite good looking. Batman. Clooney was by far my favorite Batman. I thought all the other ones come off a little gay. He had, his suit had nipples on it. Why does everyone bring that up? Yup. Humans have nipples. We're not like always so saying, oh, that guy's got some weird nipples. If you see a fucking guy with a shirt off, you're like, you look at him, gay. He's got nipples. <laughs> look at those things. He had to have fucking nipples with a little give in there, or else he would have rubbed them off with that fucking bat suit on. You understand the chafing that goes on yeah. with latex? And then, I mean, if you go up against, uh, uh, what is it, Dr. Freeze? Freeze you're yeah, gonna Dr. Get, Freeze, not yeah. Mr. Freeze. He got a doctorate while we were away. Yeah, well, Dr. Freeze. In ice science. He's a doctor your, of ice your science. Your nipples are going to get hard. It's inevitable. <laughs> Because he makes everything cold. Dr. Freeze, I'm not feeling very well. Maybe you need some ice. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put a cold compress on that. It's a gunshot wound. How is this going to help, doctor? Would you like a, a bowl of chili? <laughs> no. Have an ice day. <laughs> Hurting here. No way I'm going to that place. <laughs> Sorry, I get it, yeah. Okay, you get it? Like, like I'm talking about 
freezing. Yeah, I'm just I'm here to get myself some medical help, not fucking hear ice puns. If it's freeze, it's the me's. I go. I go for the medical care. I come back for the ice puns. I can't ha- recommend him highly enough. Maybe I could uh, give you some cold cuts for lunch. <laughs> Are you a butcher too? I thought you were just a doctor. No, they're slices of ice. That's what I'm saying. Everything is cold, very cold. Why are why are people walking out of the movie theater doing this? <laughs> Fanboys are throwing things. That's it. I can see what's happening. That was like the only fucking one of those cartoon movies I like because it was so fucking bad. <laughs> Jim Carrey was in that. That was the one with Jim Carrey too. I thought it was the one with Poison Ivy. No, yeah, it was the one with Poison Ivy. Right, Jim Carrey up. had, uh, I think, Danny DeVito in that same one as the Penguin. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. No, Two Face. It was Two Face, and it was Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey. They were working together. Oh, and then Danny DeVito was off on his own. He was doing his own thing at the time. Smart. He was plotting. Lone Wolf. Lone Penguin, rather. I must go away. I have to cold call some people. <laughs> Are you in sales? No, but it has code in it. <laughs> That's really just annoying, cold calling people. <laughs> They're not going to want your Chris, pop. can I get a moment with you, please? <laughs> no. I want to tell you a great thing that you could be doing with your savings. <laughs> what savings? You want to give me some? Because they're fucking in the red right now. That's because you spend like a motherfucker. Also, I had those that those, those those debts hanging over my head there. Yeah, do you pay them off? Oh no, those yeah, student so loans. What's that got to do with anything? It's really good. For... Bla- he blames it on like, oh, I'm broke. I got all these debts, and in seven years he hasn't given him a nickel. And the second he gets any money, I'm going to Europe. It's, oh, uh... by the way, I got free weed. You gonna try to turn that over? Nope. Gonna smoke it. <laughs> Last year's summer of Chris, oh, yeah. two LBs. We need a grower for this summer. I know. Oh, I'm do. fucking worried about Fresno. Mm-hmm. It's good oh. for your credit. I think he got busted. Hey, Janice, how you doing, sweetie? Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Hey. I'm, uh, I just want to say you have a great vacation. I'm surprised you weren't off this week. Yeah, me too. I Easter was like... always my favorite time to take off. Yeah, this uh, is normally the week. Well, we kind of took off and stayed in here for the last week. You know, we're just really dogging it. I don't know. I thought it was great. Oh, thank you very much, honey. You're just... I gotta say it. I know it's... I'm... It's just... Your talent of interviewing... Oh, please. You're in the minority with that thought. You're in the minority. When Greg Kinnear turned back and laughed when you told him how he nailed... You know, that you were an Eagles fan and stuff. The Dick from Neil story. Story. That's what I call that thing too. I don't even give Vince Papali just Vince Vic, Vic, Dick for meal with his wife. I gotta turn this team around, and maybe this walk-on can help as being part of the fucking bomb squad. We went from four and fucking twelve to. It looks like this could end up. It's just amazing that that got turned into a movie. It was, I love that movie. Uh, everyone does, because, you know, it is New York guys pretending they're from Philly. <laughs> Did you ever see the bar scene? Hey, yo, hey. Hey, salami. Hey, baklava. 
You know, I went out to, I got beautified, went to church on Easter, and uh, then I went to a brunch, and when I got my bill, it was blank and just had a big heart on it. We love you. Isn't that so nice how people are so nice to me? Why? They just saw you and they thought we're going to make it a nice day for you? Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's a place I go all the time. (laughs) That is the nicest thing I ever heard in my life. Isn't that so sweet? I've never had that happen for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I, actually, I remember one time a guy at a bar said, drinks are on the house except for Ron. What? What? <laughs> what kind of dick says that? Wait, what, was there more than one Ron? Or was, no, just no? me. Just He pointed at me. Oh. He actually didn't even say Ron. He said, that fucking wise-ass guy. There's the tall guy behind you. There's a misunderstanding. So I said like this to him. I go, what do I care? I got fucking money. Why don't you just fucking bring me a goddamn another drink, monkey boy? I still remember. I got two more problems I remember. Bring the fucking drinks. You have another drink, sir? What do you think? I'm fucking sitting in here with my pet fucking ice that I take everywhere with me. Keep it filled. I want you pouring during my last sip. I want you coming in over my shoulder, pouring more shots. Angle that shit in there. I got shit that bothers me. Uh... Well, Janice, I'm giving you this break with a nice big heart on it, just for you, okay, honey? <laughs> Thanks, Ronnie. God bless you, sweetie. I love you guys. Bye. Enjoy your time off. You know what, Chris, to be honest here, I wish you were one-tenth as nice as her. Yeah, there's no way I can even get to the one-tenth. She's a sweetheart. She is. She's a sweetheart of the rodeo. What music are you listening to now, dude? Oh, man. What's rocking your world? I'm rocking... Okay, there's two bands I'm kind of obsessed with right now. One's called Fiddler, and they're like this cool West Coast punk surf type band. Mm -hmm. But then this band I can't stop listening to, uh, this band out in Nashville called Natural Child, who just released a record not too long ago, and it's amazing. What's the big hit? Play us a little bit of Natural Child. I honestly think you'd really like them. They're really... But what's their Super big hit? What's, what's the, what's they don't the, really have a hit. They're kind uh, what's their best? Play the single. Gonna, yeah. All right, I'll play, a, I'll play one of my favorites. Don't fucking B-side me, bro. What are they called again? Natural Child. Mm, that's a really nice little name. And they're me. such a throwback band. you think that they came out of, like, the 70s. Okay. All right. I, li- I like what you're saying. All right, here we go.
Natural Child. That's your Natural obsession. Child. Yeah, they're this cool band, and they just released this new record called Dances with Wolves. But their older stuff is like really, I mean, all their s- stuff is really throwback. There's like some punk elements, uh, very stoogy, their first few records. But then uh-huh. they just released this new record that I had to listen to a few times because it's um, much more polished, and the, they're growing as songwriters. Which Somebody is, was telling me that Nashville is now, because I always think of yeah. Nashville as corporate country, uh-huh. but there's a lot of cool rock bands there. This is one of them, yeah. And, and somebody said to me, I'd rather be in a band in Nashville than in Austin. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Whoa. And I said, like this, party at the Moon Tower. <laughs> Moon Tower uh, Comedy Festival going on. Uh, cool stuff up on the iBang about that as well. But from what I understand, our buddy Dan Soder crushed it the first night and exploded on the internets and the Twitters and I believe even Pinterest. We got there was a- some Pinterest interest. Oh, there's some pins with Dan Soder? Well, we got to replay Dan Soder for the best of us. That's how you get ideas. How you hear, And then you just say, me too. That's fucking sad, Chris. Regardless, Dan Soder should be in the best of. Is it regardless or irregardless? It's, I think it's regardless. All right, so we know we went to Fez Homeless with uh, Tammy Pescadelli helping them. Yeah. Uh, we know we went Jay Moore and Louie Anderson. We know we went Russell Peters and Joe Coy. I definitely want Artie Lang in there. That was a great day. Uh, you picked uh, Voss and Kelly. Do you pick that over Voss and Bonnie? Because that was one of my favorite shows. I picked it over Boston Barney. Have we ever played the ONA on Mass on this show? No, we have not. We got to do that. Uh, I know you want a Big J, Soder, a Tell. Who were we missing that came on here and killed for us? Michael Che. Good call. Michael Che is fucking amazing. Love the Michael Che. It's coming together now. Uh, Blowhard wants to talk Brooklyn Nets. Hey, Blowhard. Hey, buddy. First of all, good well wishes to Fezzi and Kathleen from the Bronx. I hope they're feeling okay. Kathleen seems to be healing nice. Fez is still in the early stages. Well, when we see them dancing the Lombada together, we'll be very happy. It'll be one crazy day. And if you do a best of, you know what was funny? When you had that Greek guy in doing that Mr. Panos thing. Oh, I love him. That guy was, that guy, I don't know his name, but he was, he was, a, he was a funny guy. Pappas. Giannis Pappas. He, he was good, if you can get that in there. Now, the reason I'm calling is Toronto, have they've been trashing Brooklyn. Fuck Brooklyn. Exactly. And all I want to say is this. Tonight at the Barclays Center, you're going to see a team decimate these, these, these wannabes in Toronto. They're bad-mouthing to, uh, Brooklyn. Since when is Toronto a basketball town? I mean, what are the they People have turned out for this, though. They're going crazy. Yeah, and the thing is, they're waving their Canadian flags, and they're shooting off confetti, and they're all going crazy. But the thing is, the players are American, and everything about the game is well, American. I mean, you know, you're a fucking hockey fan. I'm a hockey fan, but you know what? In the old days, maybe it was 90% Canadian, but now the American players are just as good, if not better, than the Canadian players. That's changed. But all I can say That's is, it. Toronto, you're a loser city. You got nothing. You got no hockey team. You got Canadian football, which is like going to the ballet. You got no baseball team, and now you're going to trash Brooklyn? This team is on the rise. Tonight at the Barclays Center, I say 15-point win for the Nets. 
it, it, it's just absurd how they elect a mayor who's a crackhead. Right, let, let, let me just take a second here to play Mr. History. You told me you would never root for the Brooklyn Nets. Well, because they're, they're the only team alive, and, and they're like a stone's throw away from my house. Yes, I'm, I'm that's why we told you a long time ago you would become a Nets fan, and now you uh, are. No, I'm just more patriotic. It's more like loyalty to Brooklyn, USA. Like, if you, if you besmirched Coney Island, if you put down something about real Brooklyn, not the hipster shit, but I mean the authentic Brooklyn, I have pride. But when it comes to these Toronto people, just all of a sudden, Toronto's a basketball town? That team couldn't draw flies. And the rest of their sports teams, I mean, you know, fuck them in their uh, curling and all that nonsense and their overrated beer. I, and, I mean, it's a country that nobody even showed up to. I mean, what kind of... Just, you know, they're going to attack Brooklyn? Are they out of their fucking minds? But they're not wrong when they said fuck Brooklyn. That really did make a lot of sense to me. I don't think it's somebody who lives in New York. I don't think it did. Why? Brooklyn's, Brooklyn's a great place. It's, it's, and I'm not talking about just the current, you know, hipster bullshit. That's how I think of Brooklyn. That's, that's what I think. Yeah, you live in Brooklyn, right? I do live in Brooklyn. All right, my You're a real Brooklyn is. guy to me. Thanks. You know, sometimes if I'm at a cafe in Williamsburg, maybe yeah. getting a nice mocha, or out in Bushwick, mm-hmm. hanging out with some, you know, some Puerto Ricans if they're giving me a dirty look. All right, there you have it, Canada. Love Brooklyn that. is throwing down. Bill wants to answer you uh, as this anti-Canadian rant that the blowhard has gotten into. Go ahead, Bill. I can't believe you're smacking your gums like this. You guys didn't have a fucking team last year. That's why they call you Bohan. All you do is Well, shit. first of all, the Nets originated in New York, so don't give me any crap. And yeah, the fact it, is, it's Brooklyn. I'm, I'm, I'm a Knicks fan, true and, and true. They, and they but I will support my the team that is like five minutes subway right away from my house. I will support them when they wear that Brooklyn on their jerseys. So go back, go back to your back bacon and your ugly women and... And, and, and just go roll no, out. There's no, no. Canadian women are not ugly. Not at all. Montreal, they're nice. But up in, up in uh, Ontario? Yeah, uh, Toronto women are beautiful. Vancouver women are beautiful. Uh, they're stunning. Uh, here's Adam. Adam, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Who is? Yeah, Ron and me. How's it going? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Remember how, how much Brooklyn has sold themselves out? Like, they've branded that whole city everywhere. Yeah, they have. Cool. They've, they've sold it. Well, it's not a city. It's a borough of New York tricking, uh, called Chicago and St. Louis, a, a little one-town, or one-horse yeah, you, you know, you're talking Cowtown, St. Louis. Everybody's moving out. Everybody's moving okay. out of St. Louis. There's nobody there. Right. Pepper Hicks Grand Pepper Spray. I'm out. Unbelievable. St. Louis is getting into the conversation. Unbelievable, these people. I don't, I'll tell you. You're looking for a big win tonight, though, huh? Oh, without a doubt. Tonight, tonight's tonight. You're going to see Joe Johnson put in about 25 points. And we're not even, we're missing our best, our starting center for the whole year. Brooks Lopez, Brooke Lopez is gone. And we're still I like that it's ours. It's all ours now. We'll blow ours. <laughs> he don't yeah. play for the Fuck team. The He's a hometown guy. Fuck the Knicks. He's Mr. Brooklyn. That's right. You got to support the team. You got to support your players. These guys come into Brooklyn and they give the the borough even more life. I will give you this, Blowhard. You did school the Canadian listeners today. Well, I have to because somebody has to. And besides, what kind of flag is that anyway? What what the hell is it's that? Some fine maple leaf. Yeah, but why a maple leaf? I mean, did somebody have a period on that flag? Oh, Jesus. No, what a horrible looking that, flag. Please. We got the stars oh. and stripes, baby. Oh, don't and throw in the rest of America into your rant. But I cannot <laughs> believe that these guys, after a game, are waving Canadian flags. Well, and they're proud. Jumping up and down. They're proud, of their, they're proud of the country. 
Yeah, of our um, our athletes, American players. You show me some great Canadian basketball players. There might be a couple, but other than that, basketball in Toronto. Yeah, that's synonymous. That's it's just it's just pathetic. Hey, Andrew, you're on the air. Hey, Ronnie B, I just want to congratulate Blowhard on getting with the times. I mean, this is the first time he's taught sports and has to reference something that happened in 1963. Well, that's uh, what was it, 58 that the Dodgers moved away. Yeah, that was a very sad day. But we got the Brooklyn Cyclones out on Coney Island. I mean, okay, it's uh, it's it's not you know major league, but it's still Brooklyn. It's good baseball. You go out to Coney Island, you get a hot dog, you ride the Cyclone, and you sit out in the outfield. You get a tan. It's nice out in the stadium there. Uh, Reginald, Reginald, you're on with the blowhard. Yes, good day, Ronald and Pepper. How are you? Uh, I'm going to just hang up on you because I a phone screener could have <laughs> caught your dumb act. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. This turned into Brooklyn versus Canada. Oh, no, it's no contest. Forget it. I mean, you know, we are the cultural spot of the world. Look at all the great people that came out of Brooklyn historically. And just look where it's going. I mean, the brand is worldwide famous. Toronto, what do you got? I mean, come on. It's it's awful. Uh, Here's Dennis. Dennis, go ahead. Grew you Nicotel, blowhard. Excuse me? Grew you Nicotel. I don't understand what this guy is. Merry Christmas. I think he was trying to do a Norway joke to you. Oh, I I couldn't understand it. Yeah, I couldn't either. Ah, Fifan. Norwegian. I do got to uh, get to a break here, but. Ronnie, let me just say this. Yeah. If anybody in this in this in this world deserves a vacation, it's you. Oh, thank you. I hope you get some rest. I hope you have an enjoyable time and the rest of the guys. And I hope you start to realize that young Shelby, as much as I like him, he's sort of like a young Dexter in training. Okay. And I would be really, really careful when he's around. Uh, hold on, I got to go to this call, Gary. This is not going to make you happy, blowhard. Go ahead, Gary. Hey, how's it going there, Ron? Hey. Uh, I just wanted to say that the basketball was, in fact, invented by a Canadian. I've Dr. heard that James before, Blowhard. And uh, 93 Blue Jays. Go, go, go. Oh, don't 93 Blue Jays. Yeah, you got to go back a while, huh? Uh, to bring up a team from how long that, ago? That, it hasn't fucking healed yet. Joe right, Carter is a pussy. I'm off to fucking break. Ron- we'll be right back and wrap this one up. Uh, it's the Ron Fez Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. It's running Fez Show. Uh, we're going to be on vacation next week. Um, this will be our, your last time to listen to us live, but 
I'm sure you not, haven't heard anything that Chris Stanley hasn't put into his great best stuff. And he's gone back decades. He's gone back <laughs> to the early Ron and Ron stuff. And actually, you'll be able to hear my first time on the radio. Hi, buddies. <laughs> buddy. Hey, buddy. You buddy up, my buddy? Um... Chris Stanley, what uh, what have you put up on the iBank today? All right. I discovered uh, this individual yesterday. It's called Drunk Rich Guy Chucks Porn Star Off Roof, and it's not safe for work. There's there's apparently the king of Instagram is Dan Bilzerian, and this video made the rounds yesterday because he picked up a young naked porn star by the vagina and hurled her into a off a roof into his pool. Where she then broke her foot, and that's gone everywhere. The videos, uh, unedited. Well, by the video. way, you act like you don't know where it is. You can tell that's Los Angeles. Oh, she catches her ankle, yeah. her naked ankle. All right, now let me just. And I know you're tired and you need a break, but let me just read the article that Chris put up here. Um, it takes me a second to get to this. I'm going past the Tommy John surgery and all that, but I just want to find this article by Chris. And then really there's no sense of even reading it on the air. Go to the IB Wire and I'll be able to read it in just a second. But this is what's wrong, Chris. Yeah. I don't want to blame you, but I just wanted to let you know how you come across and sometimes I would consider it less than friendly you write drunk rich guy chucks porn star off roof now when I read that I thought it was like a maniac throwing a woman to her death not someone doing a pool stunt which they were then you write some dirtbag rich guy by the name of you give his name Hurled a naked porn star off the roof somewhere. Again, I only have to look at it for a second. I can tell it's L.A. I couldn't tell. Thanks to Instagram, we can now see how awful the rich really are. It was a pool stunt that went wrong. It happens every summer. She was in on it. She wanted to do this. Obviously, it wasn't their first time. You made it seem like this was an assault or an attack, and then somehow blame people with money. Yeah, well, I also went to his Instagram account, because I, I, I didn't know who this guy was before yesterday. And going through it, he comes off as a real just jerk. So I, maybe it was more of a personal attack against him from just looking at his Instagram account. Right, but you got to understand that you got to explain that to people, not just look how awful the rich are. They try to kill people. That's what the Occupy movement was. They trying to get the 1% to stop throwing porn stars off roofs. He's got you. You're a fucking idiot. He doesn't have anything, and I'm fucking sure. You know what? You're back, Shelby. You're fucking back. I'm picking up on it. It's not the Just for attacking me, he gets to come back? Come on in. Come on in, Shelby. Bullshit! Put Howard in the bitch seat. I don't think any of you guys like each other. Something's got to change. Something's got to change past. And then I walked past the office, and Pepper had drawn sun- sunglasses on his stomach, and he's like, hey, Joe, and but he's talking through his stomach, and I'm like, am I talking to Pepper or your stomach? And he goes, it's me, Pepper's stomach. So I fed it. It was weird. I was feeding Pepper's stomach, not even through his mouth. Is there any punchlines or... <laughs> no, no, they all just kind of dwindle off like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Pepper's laughing up a storm over there, though. He loves it. 
I maybe I'm just rich fucking piece of garbage <laughs> scumbag. Hang the rich. That should be the name of the fucking magazine you start. Hang the rich. <laughs> you know that the girl wanted to be thrown off the roof. She seemed like she was fighting him. Was well, I, was, I was watching the video. She was resisting. Well, what scary. are you supposed to do with a porn star other than have sex with them? Just toss them off things. Look, you just you hate, you hate women. women. <laughs> you do. You hate women because a one gave birth to you, and then that was the last woman who paid any attention to you. And only for the first. How few long years. has it been till uh, since a woman touched you with intention? Intention, uh, boy. Okay, wait. It's 2014. Yeah. Uh, I'd say about like a year and a half, maybe. So oddly, right before we met him. Convenient. How about since a dude fucking touched you with intention? Right about before the show, seven hours. <laughs> what time did I get here? He got fingered in the bathtub last weekend. Like one of those old, just one, not even one built into a shower. It was just one of those ones that just out on its own too. Yeah, it's cramped. But you think that's less cramped? To have a big fucking bathtub like that built on its own, like in the old cowboy days? It was a big dude. You have to understand. He's, it's the only time he talks excitedly about sex is when it's gay. Well, he, he look, last week he said he wished he could be gay so he could, I don't know, blow. You're on the right fucking show for that, dude. So anyway, Pepper, what I'm pointing out to you, yeah. during your break, try to stop hating so much. I have to, I have to learn to love. First, you got to learn to love yourself. That's going to be a fucking heart. I know, you are unlovable. <laughs> so then I walk past the office, and Pepper, he has a vacuum, and he's pointing at his belly button. Oh, and he's God. like, I want to turn this innie into an Audi. Will you help? So I burped him like a baby. It was, didn't help. So what's new with you guys? Um, all right, I'm going to give you guys a choice from Ronnie B. Quotes. I'm going to go through these. Uh, and see which one you pick, and then that person will go into the big-ass prize closet. All right. I'll just do a couple. On Beyonce and Jay-Z, every time they eat dinner, they throw the fucking tablecloth away. That's how rich they are. That's number one. Number two, not every conservative is racist, but every racist is conservative. <laughs> if you allow women into the workplace, they will menstruate all over everything and attract wolves. I like that one. I'm mad as hell, and I'm half the cause of the problem. <laughs> I'd rather go to the University of Al-Qaeda than Mexico. And what do you think? I'm fucking sitting here with my fucking pet ice. They take every word with me. <laughs> Fill me up. <laughs> Which one of those? Pet ice. Pet ice. Howard. Pet ice has got it. I still like the menstruation. I like, uh, I like uh, Mex Mexico. That one. With two votes, pet ice is the big winner. Yeah! I smell bit what they want. They won Monsters University signed by Bobby Moynihan. Awesome. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Love Bobby Moynihan. And that humor gets brought to you by Ronnie B. Quotes. Do we ever like uh, send um, love to them like link love? Let's do it right now. 
from Ron and Fez SXM. We'll do that one. And I Smell Bit wins a valuable prize. Why? Because we outlove every other show out there. We make your other show look like Hitler with the amount of love we throw out. And that's including the Catholic Channel, too. And we love. You've come up with an interesting proposition there. How many? How long does it take a normal conversation before the term Hitler comes up? 15 minutes. If. We went with Gilbert Godfrey, like eight Gil- minutes. Gilbert, it was in early. But most conversations, political or sports-minded, the, the term <laughs> Hitler comes up very, very quickly. This guy's like Hitler. He's like Donald Trump. He can keep his name out there. <laughs> oh, did you see Gary Gollum's uh, bit last night? Speaking of Hitler. He, he did a b- bunch of Hitler stuff, and he was fucking hysterical. Is that up on the iBank? Yep. How come you never plug, Shelby? You sit there and you're like, oh, I want to bring up a name, but Howard runs them down all the time. Howard How- reminded me who the name was, and that made me, la- that made me relapse. Yeah. Because it never got brought up again. Shelby had this person he wanted to be on Unmasked. Howard's bullying it, me. We may, by the way, mention, uh, put out Unmasked stuff while we're on vacation. There's two possibles, and they're people that you definitely want to see. So be following at Ron and Fez SXM. At Ron and Fez SXM. All the information. You have goes a out very wet ass when you say S. I it just in slobbery. I, well, I just took a sip of this warm Coke I found outside. <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> where that went. You know, we I, have a whole fridge of them. I think I just, well, then I don't. I just, it was right there, so I definitely no, took someone's. You know what? Because cause drinking Coke is the worst thing that you do in the air because it fucks up your, what I call your speak box. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But because we're heading in to our vacation, let's send Norris down and have her bring up a bunch of Cokes for us. Oh, and we celebrate yes, with Coke. Yes. Ice cold Coca Cola's. It's getting delicious six pack of Coke for everybody. As many as she can carry. Just get as two, many cold Cokes as she can carry. Two She's six on. packs. Yeah. Make sure run, Norris. Norris, run. Run, run. run Norris. Yay, yeah. there she goes. There she goes. Yeah, yeah Norris. There she is. She walks slow, though, huh? Yeah, she does. That's why I just took the warm Coke. I wasn't going to wait for anyone to grab one. By the way, what she's wearing today are not pants. <laughs> no. no. We actually ought to put it up on the iBank today. Um, oh, by the way, that is not safe for work. That's a naked woman being picked up by her vagina, thrown off of a roof. If you work someplace that your bosses are touchy, they might not like that. No. I mean, she was manhandled. By the way, this is the last time we would drink Cokes on the air, too. Oh, It's part of our vacation. I'm, it's not good for you, Shelby, if you're speaking, to drink a Coke. I'm going to savor this Coke, then. I'm going to savor, savor the flavor. every last sip. What can we drink, I'm gonna have it done in two gulps like you do everything. Every, I'm, uh, no, not this time. I'm going to really just take my time with this Coke. I saw you fold the fucking pizza and shove it to the back of your tonsils. He said he wanted to get it past his taste buds. There's no time for this whole taste thing. Shit, that should have went up there along with pet ice. What should we drink then if we can't drink Coke? Diet Coke. H2O, my friend. Of course, you can have your little fucking morning Italian coffee. A little cappuccino out of a tiny little thing. He comes in on a scooter, doesn't even put his hands in his sleeves in his jacket. There's not enough foam in this cappuccino. By the way, cappuccino. we're in the spring now, right? Yes. 
Let's retire the North Face when we come back from vacation. Let's think about it. It's a late winter. I don't think I've ever seen Shelby like in a shirt because look, Indian you always have the jacket there. on. I don't like my part of his skin. And this guy's talking about drinking. Remember the last time we had a Fez meal and he orders a fucking scotch or something and he doesn't touch it? Exactly what I ordered. He had a maker's mark on the rocks. That would taste not mm. so chemically. <laughs> That's alcohol. Yeah. And it's that good. Chemical it's supposed you... to taste like that. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. He's giving you shit, oh, yo. No. Oh, hey, how about you stand around, not staple any uh, prep work? Oh, oh shit. He doesn't yeah. staple the prep work? No, just, you know, stands around. It's like a vacation you every day. You should be stapling press prep work. Exactly. <laughs> Where my staples at? So the novel of bios I did this morning was nothing. Motherfucker. <laughs> well, you know, oh, you, 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 the, you up. the novels is your job, and they're not I'm done not until it's, it's stapled. Show me fucking giving Howard that Damn. shit. Our buddy John from Mass wants to say uh, happy vacation to us. Hey guys, I hope you all have a happy vacation, and uh, I hope Fez gets. Uh, well, I don't want to say get well, but I hope he gets out of the hospital soon and gets back on his feet. He's, he's back home. He got out ten o'clock the other night, but he's not well yet. That's for sure. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, I really, I really feel bad for him this time, but. And as far as all the young guys there go, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Pepper Hicks has outlasted everyone who's come through there since you guys been on satellite. And I can recall some shows where there was just Ron, Fez, and Hicks, and no interns, nothing. Um. So the young guys should know it. Cape Fear, Hicks. Yeah, there's probably true, right? Hex, have yeah. you been here longest of all? Yeah, I'm it's almost seen as a failure. Hardcore champ. <laughs> By the way, how you, hard Hicks. is it to grab a fucking uh, goddamn armful of cokes and be back here before the show? That and that's why I just I stole someone's warm coke from outside. That makes that's fine. Well, happy holidays, guys. She's oh, oh what the fuck is this Johnny shit? Tube what steaks. the hell? Handsome Johnny's tube steaks is helping her carry back. Give me a break, everybody. I know they're fucking uh -huh. dating too. H this is this is disgusting. HJTS, rocking it. What? Yeah, handsome Johnny. Oh, I'm so parched though. Handsome Johnny working the, the coke gang. Hell, are you doing? He offered to help. I mm. bet he did. Mm. <laughs> you had her carry like nine of these. Yeah. Your precious soda. Be very, very careful. What's that Pepsi doing there? The fuck oh. is that? I, I, I made a slight weird. request for a Pepsi. No, oh. then you get nothing, Howard. You get nothing. Oh. Throw that away. He's an upstate guy. They're always Pepsi guys. I went to school Look, directly we, across we, from Pepsi. We, we did a we did a taste test for about a year when we were oh. in the desert, and we realized Coke was not as good. Is this according oh, to the U.S. Army? Uh, that was for a couple of guys that we had the overnights, yeah. Well, that's official. Now, you got to be careful around Handsome Johnny. I've told you that a million times. I know, I know. But he offered. I couldn't. Yes. Know, he could be like, no. He also offered to carry your clitoris for you. I don't want <laughs> you to do that. Reject his now, offers. How that. long before, by the way, see this Coke can? Yeah. That's the same thing as, as Johnny. There's no difference. Comes in tight and wide. Wow. Comes in tight and wide. Now, how long is your intern? What are you doing over there? Having yeah, Johnny a mic. And what you may think he's as short as you. Thank you. I'll raise it up. It's okay. It was a thought that counted. Oh my there you God, go. there you Shelby! Go. Everyone's looking at you. That was awkward. Do 
Now, you can't date during your internship. Correct. I know that. But after, do you think you'll have a date with Handsome Johnny? I don't know. Do you want to date? I don't know. What kind of dates do you like to go on? Expensive uh, ones. I can do that. <laughs> a lot of What's an expensive date? I don't know. Like a really good restaurant. Really expensive. Like 200 and up. Wow. 200 a plane or 200 people? No, like the whole check, the whole the check. The whole check is yeah, I mean, is that I just, okay? Is that I just want to say when you start to attach money to a date, <laughs> that's called prostitution. <laughs> uh, is this a tiered fucking platform? Goods and services. By the way, I don't know where, what you're wearing today, but those are not pants. There used to be that website, those are not pants. <laughs> These are pants. No, they're not. What are they made out of? I don't tears? know. Tears? <laughs> Dominican tears? Do you think your family will like Johnny? He doesn't have the eyes that Shelby has, but like yours are a little lighter. Yeah, but like big on eyes is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Focus on? yeah They're yeah. looking eyes, for blue the. Eyes. But but you're there, so yeah. Okay. Here's the problem: if you date her, yeah, their parents are going to start yelling. Oh my God, Norris is getting married. That's how quick the Dominicans <laughs> yeah. get carried away. Once I flash the two hundred dollar yeah, dinners, once, I mean, <laughs> they're going to be in. Once, once they find out that you bought her a meal that doesn't mainly isn't mainly fucking black beans and rice, plátanos, plátanos, ay caramba, those pintos. So where would you? How long? Where would you want to go with him? You say expensive, like a Manhattan know, restaurant. Tell me. I know where Nerissa would want to go. Where's that? Because she, uh, it'd be to go see Aventura and Ramon <laughs> Santos, and she, you want to sit up front for two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> it's Romeo, by the way. But who is it? Talk to Leeds and maybe get a, a thing well, on this. Uh, There's some kind of shitty fucking music she's into. Some kind of island music. <laughs> Sounds it? great. What kind of music? Bachata. Machata. Yeah. Machata. Yeah. I like that. Joe knows about it. He talks about it all the time. I me. cannot get, for the life of me, get my bachata down. No. I, Here's what you got to do. If you really want to get into it, you got to chase a rooster around for a while. Yeah, it's fast. Bare hands, you're doing it. Now, you had your mom in the other day. You I did, yeah. Me. I wanted her to meet you, but. I would love to meet your mom, but I would also like her to meet Norris. I think it's a little too soon. I was going to wait to the second date to bring my mom to the date. Do you ever <laughs> bring girls to meet your mother? They have met my mother, yes. I've had girls meet my mom, and she's very lovely. She's very friendly. They're a little intimidated because she's overly friendly, uh -huh. as if like she's putting on some sort but of... But does she know your angles? Does she know that you work angles? I learned them from her. She okay. That's nice. Nice. She didn't teach me to pay $200 you for dinner. You know, Nerissa's <laughs> never been with a white guy before in her life. Wow. Is that true? That is very true. Only Dominicans and blacks? Only Dominicans, actually. You never, because I, I always see you hanging around black guys. Yeah, but I've never been with them. What uh, about, uh, you know, like half white, half Puerto Rican? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, that'd be silly. Is that you? Yeah, yeah I'm half white, half Puerto Rican. <laughs> you speak Spanish? See? He right. does. Go ahead, speak away. Hola, Nariz. That wasn't Spanish. <laughs> You're just yeah. speaking to Hola. a Spanish person. Oh. Show off your Machado move. Uh, Nariz. Tus ojos parece como la luna en la primavera. Oh, wow. Qué lindo. I know. <laughs> he Keep just hit on me in Spanish. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Dirty. I said your eyes look like the moon in springtime. <laughs> that sounds shitty in Smooth. Spanish is sound Did you live romantic. down in Puerto Rico? 
No, I, uh, I I grew up. I went to a Spanish-speaking elementary school, an immersion school, so I learned every language, I mean every subject in Spanish before I did English growing up. Wow. So I learned to read and write in Spanish before English, and and now I'm a bad speller as a result. And Google didn't help either. So English yeah. is your second language. Yeah, I can't, yeah. You get born in Minnesota <laughs> and made you struggle with English. <laughs> How's yeah. that helping? It doesn't help, actually. Have you ever been to Puerto Rico? Yeah, I've been there w- once. I've been there once to visit family. I have a ton of family over what there. What part of the island do they live in? They live in a city called Moca. Moca. Which is like on the western part of the island in the rainforest farm land yeah. area. So, yeah. I'm trying to think of the, the beach that was at up there, rainforest. It's just the most beautiful place I've ever oh, been. Oh, yeah. There's there's a few beach towns. There's Aguadilla. That's where I was, Aguadilla. Agu- yeah, Moca is like the city next to it. I was at Aguadilla. I'm never supposed to bring it up because American surfers love it, but it was it was literally paradise. We stayed uh-huh. on the beach. It was so fucking cheap, and the rainforest is right behind you. Yeah. So the whole time you're there, it's like living in Lost, like yep. the movie Lost. And then while we were down there, not to give it away, but this fucking bale of marijuana was just like floating, and everybody was like looking at it, looking at each other, looking up and down the beach. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. First guy who swam out to get it, fucking cops came from everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, back, yeah, excuse me. I'm like, these motherfuckers are just leaving it out there. Go ahead, go get your weed. How did, what did you talk to the your relatives about? Like, does they even have a word for hockey in Spanish? No, we didn't talk about hockey, Hold ironically. On, you and your family just sit around and talk about hockey? Well, he's from Minnesota. But they love that. It's true, I do love hockey. I do like it up there. Let me tell you, if you get down to where his people are from, you don't think of anything else. And there was a baseball game of two towns playing against each other. And you went there, and they were like crazy. I mean, the, the, the excitement level over baseball. And you, everyone was drinking rum and Cokes. You could sit and oh. drink rum and Cokes watching this fucking this game. Paradise. It was amazing. And I never knew this about Puerto Ricans, because they don't seem to do it up here. Some of the best pastries I've ever had in my life were down there. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I'm not, I don't really eat the pastries, but... They yeah. were phenomenal. No. And the beach, uh, you could go off the beach, and there was like a reef right there. So you could start snorkeling like two feet in. But n- no one cared about... None of the Puerto Ricans seemed like they gave a shit about the beach. Yeah. There's only white people hanging around Yeah, the they're used to it, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, probably. Super... Be like us going to Broadway. <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh, it's Times right Square? What are these bleachers for here in Times Square? They're doing a show. Now I'm thinking you ought to be with Joe. Be with Joe. He, he does speak <laughs> Spanish. I mean, I don't have that. I can't do that. See. But you speak the international language. You're trying language. to get away from the $200 date. I mean, it's a lot of money. <laughs> Why is it going to be $200? How much you eating? A lot. I'll meet you in the middle. I'll, get, I'll do I'll do 100 Hey, Norris, uh S Modelo? Uh, S Modelo? What, a model? Yeah. Are you a model? <laughs> Es una modelo. No, I don't wow. think that's right. That is. No, that's wrong. You're Wait, bad at this. What are you guys talking about? Oh, I was just You're talking. You're Models? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the beer Modelo. Wow. Gotta go. Modelo Light. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to ask her if she's a model? Yeah. I'd ask her another thing and see if right. we can figure out how cheesy you are. Okay. Um... Cuando despiertas en la mañana. I know something's tomorrow, right? Yeah. Que, when que you wake up in the morning, comida quieres comer? When you wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. 
What do you like to eat? What kind of food do you want to eat? Okay, wow, I fucked you're up. good, though. You're, you're good. You're not going to cook it, Kokomo? You're just going to order it? Oh, yeah, I'm going to order it off Seamless. Have yeah. some Mexican deliver it. I mean, I would cook it. So. <laughs> she likes Pop-Tarts, by the way. <laughs> what did you say? Pop-Tarts. Oh, he cook would. It. <sighs> I thought you know Spanish. A little Spanish. <laughs> Damn it. Piquito. What? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's poquito. That's Whatever. Mas o menos. I... Shelby, what are you going to do over the vacation? You going to go home? See the folks? Nope. Uh, probably just crash out. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you need a break? Oh, my God. Sure. You do need one. You hit the wall about three, four weeks ago. <laughs> three, four months. And that's when you started. He's got, he had the rookie wall. That's when he thought that the season was like, oh, it's so great to be here. And then before you know it, it's like, he just starts falling off and falling off. Till now he's like, fuck Howard. <laughs> Everyone's against me. Everyone's talking against me. When's the all-star break? What are you going to do with the gland? With your fucking cancerous gland over the break? <laughs> Cut it out with a Zacto knife on his own. Jesus sure. Christ. <laughs> hey, guys, it's awful. Hey, guys, remember when Pepper said Tyne Parr? <laughs> I do remember that. You suck. You suck. You suck. Bullshit. You suck. You suck. Norris did tell us that you're the biggest problem with my team. <sighs> this, I'm going to take this break. Say that. Say that. I'm going to take this break. I'm going to learn to get my train on for other people. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a management school for the inept? Hold on, I can't physically hit them, you're saying. <laughs> what about the interns? What about with my belt? I'm not hitting them. Tasing? Tasing's available? He doesn't wear a belt. <laughs> that ass just hangs out. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. You want to start giving me shit, motherfucker? I'm not giving you shit. You can no, he's just pointing it out. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I walked in and you were bent over in here. And their it happens sometimes. Whatever. Well, you, would you would know whenever yeah. anybody's in the booth, Howard has to be right behind them. I want to see what's going on. on everybody's ass. I learn. You seem like you and Howard don't like each no, other. No, they don't fucking. Is that true? I, I love Shelby. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're best friends. Would you feel better if Howard wasn't here after the break? Sure. Seriously? No. Okay, then you got to say what's on your mind. Then stop bitching. Why can't you go through life like Joe, happy as can be? You should learn from him. Mm. I'm uh, I'm dead inside. It's that half <laughs> Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, okay, there's one joke I do want to tell oh, Stuff. Okay. Tell us a good joke. <laughs> I made it up yesterday. I'm going to say it tonight. It goes, yeah, I had a friend who went to clown college. Yeah, Yale. <laughs> any, any Harvard guys here? Then I go, fuck. <laughs> Amory, get off the really damn. This isn't the cloisters. <laughs> you know what's great about Sorry. your humor? What? You don't have to waste time laughing. <laughs> now, Shelby, what? What is? is what? Are, what he's doing? Is it anti-comedy or just unfunny? Which one? <laughs> I'd like to think he thinks it's anti-comedy. Well, what do you think it is? That's just damn unfunny. <laughs> yeah, but in a funny way, right? He's he's doing the whole second tier of anti comedy. I, I saw a uh, second wave anti comedy. I saw this Cheeto when I was on Safari last month. It was running pretty slow, so I switched to Google Chrome. <laughs> All right. Yeah, a friend went to Clown College, Harvard. Any Yale guys here? <laughs> so that's my life. You know what? That's I think it's a little too close to Louis C.K.'s. I had a friend who went to Clown College, Michigan. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I think this is a little done. too close. Yeah, I won't say it then. 
you know he didn't say anything that stupid. <laughs> he would not be as popular as he is if he told fucking jokes. Like, he actually writes two guys went into a bar jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you did one for us earlier with the Zeus and Jesus. <laughs> You got another one that you wrote? <laughs> oh, I got a slew of them. All right, give, give, give us one that you wrote. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm kind of a badass. I got a police record. I got arrested last week. Now I have a police record. Yeah, the greatest hits. <laughs> I also have synchronicity and a misdemeanor for petty theft. Tom Petty theft. He knows what I'm talking about. And then yeah. I like to do a bit. Wait, by the way, uh-huh. when you catch someone giggling, you point at them. <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> He's on board. One time I farted so hard I forgot how to sneeze, and that's like my my go-to. That's my bread and butter, really. You could actually fucking invent LOQ, laughing out quietly. Because I see people. There's laughing at him is almost the way that you laugh at a retard where you try not to get caught doing it, like when you see them. You know, try to put on boots or something. You don't want anybody to know that you're laughing. That's what your humor is like. I'll take it. I guess. You're going to have to. You're not going to get any other kind. (laughs) Yeah, I crushed out there. Got a lot of internal giggles. Oh, you guys see them giggling? That was me. I did that. How's everybody enjoying their Coca Cola? I finished mine already. Oh, and I didn't one even fucking Pepsi. I, didn't even I don't even have it. He fucking slugged it down. There's <laughs> another one here. I guess you want your second Coke? I mean, this is the last time you can drink it, right? <laughs> yeah. Might as well fucking drink up then. Can you kill a Coke? Oh, uh, man, you're going to crash so hard later. <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to be drinking later, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> what he's going to do then is just drink rum and open it all. <laughs> <laughs> I already had my third Coke. shotgun and Coke. <laughs> Give me, I open this one. I'll give me that one. Oh, oh cool. Do you need some coke. keys? I got uh, keys. I have, yeah, give me some keys. I don't have them. Right. I thought you carried a church key. Go. Good catch. Yeah, I know. I right? mean, it was a better throw, but you that was a good catch. Keep it away Go, yeah, go yeah. over here. All right. Go over. Shelby, switch out with them. Go over and do it in the corner. We'll make you up there. I really wish this was a beer. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody shotgun a Coke before. Oh, you guys are in for a treat. Sugary beer. After that, his heart will explode and he'll fall on the floor. I don't want to see I'll spend the rest of the afternoon with paperwork. Oh, dude, be careful with my keys. Oh, God. There he goes. Get after it. Yeah, that was, oh, that was, that was like, actually pretty impressive. That was Two like seconds. four gulps. Oh, my God. Maurice <laughs> is looking at you that's terrified. Wow. <laughs> Go ahead and burp. You don't have to sneak in because that's a lot of gas in this. I wish was it was a beer. Two. I haven't shotgun anything in a long time. <laughs> that was done by a true professional. Two huge gulps. <laughs> wow. It's the weirdest thing about beer. If somebody says, like, I had 20 beers, you're like, wow, fucking party night, right? <laughs> but if someone said, I drank 27 ups, you're like, are you fucking insane? <laughs> are you okay? Should we be taking you to a mental institution? The sugar man. Like, Come if on. If I said to you, I want you to drink 20 waters, you'd like, I can't do it. But if I said, I want you to drink 20 beers, you're like, let's go, motherfucker. <laughs> do let's it. Let's do this thing. So he says, 
the only beverage that you can brag about how much you consume. Love, love drinking as many beers as I can. I drank 20 Kool-Aids last night at that party. <laughs> that is something a little kid would say, like a 4th of July party. I drink five Mountain Dews. I got really crazy. You sound like a kid toucher right now. Just <laughs> saying that. You yeah, sound like you molest children. Don't you ever notice how much soda kids drink? <laughs> you sound like Paul Lynn there. <laughs> Well, you just look like a fucking professional babysitter. <laughs> that when the parents get home, you said, "Oh, they went to sleep." And they just see traces of jizz all over the fucking place. <laughs> Can I get a ride home, please? My tanning booth. Yeah, they got there's bed sleeping. For me, my dick hurts. <laughs> I wore those kids out. I'll tell you what, tiny little anuses. I mean, that was even small for a baby. Huh? That is a tight ass kid. I mean, not anymore. Kids, this young, they won't remember this, right? All right, what? Chris. What? She just made it hard. You just made us remember that it's not a joke. That that causes pain that goes on for decades and decades. Shelby, something happened to you when you were a kid? I did have a uh, neighbor that had like half a gimp arm. <laughs> right. So I mean, I, he he had to have done something behind just blocking it out. Because he has a gimp arm, just naturally. Like an older you. guy with a gimp arm. Most I mean, you have to molest kids yeah. at that point. That's true. <laughs> what? What? It's great. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking weird that you would even say that. There's probably some guy right now sitting in his house with a gimp arm going like this. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> a stereotyping. I only did that twice. He had a gimp arm and a gimp foot. I know about the arm, I didn't know the foot. Yeah, he had um, like a creep boot. Oh. Well, size, creep boots are great. I don't know what he had. Find out what his disease was. But you think if you dealt with that, you know? You wouldn't think, hey, I want to go into show business now. <laughs> Can't find it, Chris. It's not saying exactly what was wrong with him. Oh, he polio. He had polio. Yeah, that was the only thing on my mind. So, Narice, how much longer is your internship? I don't know, like two weeks. It's like two weeks after vacation. May's when they're finishing up. You hear that handsome, Johnny? I heard it. Can you hold off for that I don't long? I wait that long. It's a long time. I don't know. I think HR should be told about people that are sitting around, you know, fucking <laughs> looking at their watch. <laughs> fucking intern <laughs> countdown clock. Calendar. How much older are you than her? I don't know how old you are. 17 years. Uh, she's 13. Oh, he's 45, no? She's 13. I don't think she's 13. I don't think they allow interns that young to be on this 16. show. It's a gifted program. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm 26. 22. It's not bad. That works. Oh, you fit in. He's in my bracket. He's in your bracket. There's no <laughs> doubt. That's a healthy bracket. <laughs> not like fucking leering Chris. What's that? What? <laughs> not you. Oh, We're good. Chris Stanley. <laughs> That's me. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No, because this guy shotguns Coca-Colas. Uh, I just fucking <laughs> yeah. did that. Two goals. And it, it was better than drinking it normally. Did we get video of that? Let's try to put it up in time before we leave. 
Come on in, man. Oh, shit. I just saw my buddy go by. What's up? Hey, you just missed Chris uh, shotgun Coca Cola a second ago. Did so you I'm really? Proud of him, yeah. Tasty. It's yeah. better that way. Shotgun it like where you oh you like break it with the key and yeah. No. That's really. Did that make you like nauseous? No, not at all. I would rather it be a beer, but no, that's what we got. What are you up to? Not too much. We're gonna. Uh, I think I'm interviewing Diamond Dallas Page for. Uh, for Tap Out Radio. DDP. DDP, yeah. I'm going to talk to him about bringing Scott Hall back to life. Well, uh, yeah, uh, he's the guy who saved Scott Hall, right? Yeah, Scott Hall and both guys in the Hall of Fame thing. Scott Hall and um, Jake the Snake. Oh, yeah. He, he pumped life it. back into both of them. He did it through DDP's uh, yoga. Yoga, yeah. Which, please. for some reason, he's not allowed just to call yoga. He has called DDP yoga? Yeah. What's the difference about it? Uh, th- th- it's his own take on it. <laughs> I guess the yoga people don't want him saying that's a perfect question for him. Let me get all my laughs out about it now. Are you a big tap out guy? Are you a big wrestling guy? Um, I'm little wrestling guy now. I was a huge wrestling guy, but I like UFC. Yeah, I'm a big UFC. Oh, is that right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Big J, we were just next week. We're on vacation, and people said it should all just be Big J stuff. <laughs> for what during the week? Yeah, is that possible? I don't know. Can I, I come I, in and I host no them every day? Yeah. <laughs> you guys remember this next great bit that I did? <laughs> I don't know where my head was that day, but I was hilarious. Yeah, you know, I, I think I told you when I was in Ohio that my dad came to hang out. And I try to fit like you know. Every time I see him, he's trying to fit like twenty years of guess what's happened to me into like ten minutes. So uh, I played him someone YouTube clipped the uh, the headshot when we made fun of my headshot oh, the other yeah. day, and just thirty minutes of. Him hearing people shit on me. <laughs> how, to, how to take it? He like he was okay with it. I think he was good with it. Normally a Philly guy wants you to get even. Let's get that motherfucker. I got yeah. that London Fog jacket. I'll fly away. That was big in the Twitterverse. <laughs> <laughs> people all want to give me a London Fog jacket. So what time are you meeting DDP? I think three ten. Sweet, you got six minutes. I this know. is your way of prepping. This is it. This is like it. <laughs> I get ready for it. The uh, by the way, speaking of wrestling, everybody's telling that your buddy Dan Soder lit up fucking Moon Tower. It was, yeah, yeah, it hit a big. Everybody's People, talking uh, about it's it. It's fantastic. Yeah, I know he's out there, uh, Austin, Texas. Man, I'll be yeah. home soon. You're the only guy down, not down there for that. Um, yeah, I did South by Southwest, and one of them has a problem with you doing the other one. I can't yeah. remember which one it is exactly. Me and Soder actually did a two man uh, when we did What's Your Fucking Deal, the uh, yeah. crowd work show. Uh, we did it on stage together. No, I uh, I turned on a tell show the next week because you killed the week I, I watched it. Oh, thank you. I turned it on the next week, and I guess he fired you. <laughs> <laughs> they brought in three new dick holes. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, he can't hold anything. <laughs> Who's on it this week? Uh, Mike Vecchione, Nikki Glazer. Love the Mike Vecchione, by the way. Yeah, oh, he's great. Yeah, he came this week, right? Coming at it from a whole different angle. I know. He's just the exact opposite of way of everybody else thinking. Yeah, well, he's totally, he's a by-the-book guy. He is a by-the-book guy. He's conservative in every way. I was always taken back by, we, we went to, but it all kind of makes sense, too. When I went to his house in Florida with his parents one time, we were doing uh-huh. a show down there, we went to go visit his family, and uh, his dad threw out some nice racism in about 10 minutes of knowing him, which I was like, this will be fun. I'm going to yeah. enjoy hanging out with this guy. Like, I'll, I'll understand this guy. But when I, it all kind of made sense. When I walked in, Mike's family has a wall of Mike. 
like just pride in him, uh, like you know, it's like action shots of him jumping over the line as a as a running back, and just like, <laughs> and the consistent thing is Mike has had that high and tight Floby haircut right. since day one. Yeah, since fifth grade school it. pictures, it is born not changed. It, stays that way. Um, he doesn't like to overthink it. He just yeah. does it and keeps his day moving. <laughs> he starts every. The only time he starts every show with a pledge of allegiance, followed by a, our father, and gets that out of the way just the same way as he started the school day. All right, we got. All right, go over the eye bang, and this is him shotgunning a coke. Which, by the way, Pepper, I never saw anybody do this before. So special props. Thank Let's you. also get that out on the Twitter. Uh, oh, it is up on Ron and Fez. The only way to drink soda these days. You got to reboot a little bit there, Shalbos. That's <laughs> a quick one. That's so quick. Yeah, yeah. He made you perform in a corner like some kind of a prostitute. <laughs> Get over there and dance, you whore. We didn't want him near the board. Coca-Cola touches a board. It's over. It's a yeah. watch. Yeah. Yeah. The old blow up and sound fire. Did you burp immediately afterwards? Yeah. Like For, vicious? Yeah. Yeah. I like the fact that we record it without sound. Maybe we can act, you know, add some music to it. Things better with Coke. I'm like, what's with this new Coke commercial? These fuckers are nuts. It should be the Benny Hill music. <laughs> Who's that grabbing their tits on there now? What was Some, that all about? I don't know. Only one way to find out. Some whore. You guys gonna rock? Yeah. yeah. Right, off you go. You gotta take off. Thank you guys done. for letting me jump in. Okay, man. Anytime. Here, Chris, you're gonna have a rough day. Your belly's gonna hurt the rest of the no, day. No, I'm gonna be getting drinking. You're like a seagull that just ate an Alka-Seltzer. I'm worried about you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Watch Jeez. out for the diamond cutter. <laughs> That was Luis Gomez. Yeah, it's a buddy of mine. Actually. Why didn't you fucking lay it down for everybody? That was that was silly of me. I didn't know that was him. Yeah, it's that's Luis Gomez. It's a good friend of mine. We heard Why you. Why wouldn't you let that? I've never met him before. I was letting you. You were talking to Jay, and I didn't want to pop in like that. He's got a very nice podcast, the Hammer Fisting Podcast. If you guys like MMA, I would love to heard all that while the man was in the room with us. Can find him on the riot cast the antisocial fucking crew. <laughs> this is the perfect way to go out, though. <sighs> hmm. Well, we gotta lock this one down. We gotta haul out of here. And Johnny, I wish you all luck. Thank you. Be gentle with her. I'll She's try. a gentle little flower. Thanks. A gentle, <laughs> gentle little Dominican flower. That means you know to know what, right? Butt play. That's off the fucking table. <laughs> Completely. As much as you want. As much as you want to. Hold back. Save that for marriage. Got it? Got it. Shelby has it. Now he regrets it. <laughs> uh, anything we need to plug before we get out of here today? Can Any I plug bank stuff? Anything coming up? We're going to be out of here for a week. Yeah, we're gone for a week. Oh, go to the iBank. Check out the Moon Tower. It's a review the first day of the Moon Tower. Perfect plug. Thanks, guys. Boom. Can I plug a little something uh, for this weekend? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, there's a little festival up in Hunter Mountain, New York. If anybody likes good beer, Tap NY. It's about $70, fully catered. Uh, lots of beers, all from New York State. It's a really good time. 
What about Coke? What kind of Cokes will be? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sure, just the regular and maybe some diet. What about okay, cherry? Good. Good. No, that's too scary. Uh, I'm not sure. They usually okay. keep it's it. important. Mostly I mean, beer. <laughs> the food's very People good. People chug that shit. Everyone, if you're in New York and you want to go see me do comedy, I'm doing it at 7 o'clock tonight. It's $15 and a two-drink minimum. I don't get to see any of the money. Give, give us one of your jokes, though. Okay. Oh, my mom's new boyfriend sucks. Always buying me shit. She's like, A, he's your father. And B, we've been married 27 years. I'm like, fine, but I'm not calling him dad. I'm calling him Godzilla. Then I do a few more jokes. Then yeah. after that, I go, hey, guys, I just decided... I'm going to name my cock after my dad. Yeah, Godzilla. And then bring it back, you know. Then I go off stage. I keep the mic. Someone else goes on stage. That kind of thing. I have to pay $15 for this? Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. But it's worth it, though. Yeah. It'll, you know. How I'll, much change do we get? 16? I remember losing my virginity. I was six. <laughs> Years old. That was yeah. true. We got that. <laughs> All right. Just because we don't laugh doesn't mean that we don't get it. Oh, uh, you guys were chuckling, though. Inside. All right, kids. That's it. See you guys, uh, well, Monday. A lot of best of stuff. You're going to love it. And that's the end of my show. Donk. You know what you've been doing? You've been listening to The Ron and Fez Show. It's now over, but don't worry. You can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand.